Welcome everyone to episode 88 of the Regular Guys Wrestling Podcast. Hard to believe that we've been doing this for 88 episodes already. I was actually just talking to my dad tonight, letting him know that February 4th will be the big two-year anniversary. That is crazy. Two, two years since we're sitting on my couch... Drinking some whiskey. <laughs> Sipping on gin and juice. We, we've promised that's the only time we've drank and done this podcast. Actually, I think it is. I think we talked about it that I don't think we should be drinking as we're podcasting. You know what? Maybe episode 100 will have to break that rule. <laughs> <laughs> I highly uh, I highly think we should. Just, just get all looped. Get all looped. Hey, welcome everyone to episode 100. Hey, shut your mouth, mind. <laughs> Just getting fights. You sound like Scott Hall for a second there. Hey, hey, yo. Me and Big Jimmer, we are here at episode 100,000. Yeah. Hey, mind. What do you have to say about that? Dynamite! <laughs> oh, Mojo here. Mocha's all hammered. <laughs> Sounds the same. I'm high on crystal meth, actually. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm uh, presuming Mojo Raleigh does not touch that stuff. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's I hope. hope not. Hope not. Man. So, the big episode 88 today? It's a palindrome. Did you realize that? Uh, yes. If you say it backwards, it's still 88. That is correct. It's amazing. November 21st. 2018, though, is not a palindrome. It is not. No. Getting close to the old Christmas, eh? Oh, man. Do you have your Christmas lights up already? Uh, yeah, I guess so for this year. We might put more up next year. Yeah. But uh, this year, just on the railing and a uh, couple signs out and change the pot lights to, to green colored lights and that's it. Too soon. I'm surprised. You seem like more of a Christmas guy than us. You know what? Come December, far. come December first. I'm all about Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. Christmas carols. Your wife will have that Christmas tree up in no time. No man. Well, first of all, we do a real tree. Oh, so gr- we don't, garbage. So Ugh. we don't get it until. See, you're more hardcore than us. You do the cr- the real tree. That's why you haven't put it up yet. Yeah. If there was a fake tree. You'd have it up by now. Erin actually has said that she, if we did do a, a fake tree, it probably would be up. I could see it. You guys seem like a huge Christmas type crew. But I don't even like I don't even want to put my Christmas lights on yet. Like they're like they're up because I put them up when it was still warm. I'm surprised you're saying it's too soon. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Canadian. Uh, sorry, uh, um, Remembrance Day is done. Oh, it's okay. It's a sign. Time to get jolly. Uh, see, I like Christmas music. I like Christmas uh, decorations. I like uh, the Christmas season, but. Nah, December first. That's my. Then I'm all. Then I'm all in. Then you're all in. No yeah. pun intended. Right. But before- Cody Rhodes shows up. I'm here to help you. <laughs> you said all in, and here I am. Um, but I. It's not December first yet. I. I'm not all in yet. What about us, Young Bucks? Why are you here? And why are you talking like Mojo Raleigh? <laughs> you said all in. No, no. I don't need you guys here till December first. Do you know how many hours we've traveled to get here? Do you, Jimmer? Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> Matt Buck. In the meantime, you guys can go wrestle at some local indie show. <laughs> Based on the fact that's what you guys do for a living. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was rude. It was mean. 
I apologize to all the Young Buck fans out there. All the fans of repetitive super kicks. They actually don't do that many super kicks. Oh, okay. There's they, probably more in WWE. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely could, more in could WWE. Could you imagine WWE. what would happen if super kicks were no longer allowed in wrestling period? They just banned them completely. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> Everyone's doing do? big boots again. What is this, the 90s? Rey Mysterio trying to, <laughs> trying to lift up his leg Just that a, high. a straight boot. What are you doing? Stop it. Stop. See Sid, Kevin Nash, and Undertaker start high-fiving each other. <laughs> yes. Hogan too. Come on, brother. Oh, Let's get right. back in here. <laughs> we knew it would catch on sooner or later. <laughs> What's going on today, E-Rock? Well, it's Mr. Gemma, Survivor Series was on Sunday. We're going to be discussing Survivor Series, talking about the goods, the bads, the uglies, as we always like to mention. And we got our rumors of the week. Looks like there's lots of rumors to discuss. Want to kick us off with rumor number one, my friend? I sure do. Awesome. All right. So according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch is already in consideration for the main event or at least to be one of two big matches at WrestleMania 35. That's huge. Uh, Ronda Rousey is expected to wrestle Charlotte Flair again before getting uh, to a Becky Lynch match at WrestleMania 35, likely at Royal Rumble. Um, that said, it's also at least possible that they do a triple threat at WrestleMania. So one, I told you so. <laughs> I did say to you numerous times, I like rubbing this in on, almost on a weekly basis on the podcast, that there was a good chance that the women could be headlining an upcoming WrestleMania. And it's certainly looking that way. Um, two, I did mention to you this week that I could see, based on the recent storylines, crossing storylines, a Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Nia match. You did say that. Now, I know you don't want that to occur. But I still have this strange feeling that if they continue to mention this stuff regarding Nia's fist, Becky tweeting Nia, etc., etc., they may, you know, there's so many crossing feuds between these four ladies that it almost seems like they might have to throw Nia in if they do make a more than two person, uh, more than two woman match at Mania. Mm -hmm. I know, I know you were saying that you don't want Nia in there because you feel that she's greener. She certainly stands out a little bit more than that of Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte. But either way, these um, these women, they uh, they're making they're making a name for themselves more than the men are right now. That's for sure. They're uh, pretty much everything about these feuds, whether it be Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, whether it be Becky Lynch and Charlotte over the last couple of months, whether it be Ronda Rousey and of course Charlotte. Um, you know, at Survivor Series, and um, which we, of course, will get to in a little bit. Um, leaps and bounds more interesting than anything that any of the men are doing right now. Right. Like, this is, like, it's actually very exciting. Right. Like, when, the, when these girls, when these women, I should say, um, are on the screen, and when they're cutting promos, and when they're um, pulling out all the stops in their matches... You you, you kind of remember why you're a wrestling fan. Because wrestling, t to me, it's sometimes hard to watch. It's supposed to be unpredictable. It is supposed to be unpredictable. Sometimes it's hard to watch. Yeah. Because you just, you, you just 
you have it in your like you have very strong feelings about how you feel things should go um but when everything is clicking I, I feel there's no better form of entertainment than professional wrestling sure I when, agree when everything's firing which is which is kind of where we're at right now with Rhonda and Becky and Charlotte um I feel I just I hope that Becky doesn't kind of cool off I think she's um I think she's smart enough and she's she's whole she's taking the Twitter thing um, and really grabbing a hold of that to make sure that people, especially on social media, don't forget about her. Yeah, like I mean, she. I, I want to say it was just a concussion. I'm sure she'll heal up quick enough. But it's also how they do her return. So, for example, I was I started watching that Dean Ambrose Chronicles thing. Mm, I wanted uh, to watch that. Tonight. I never did. Yeah, I'm about 15 minutes in. Okay. And I was reminded about how Dean did his return. I wasn't a fan. If you remember, it was Seth. Basically talking about how, uh, you know, he had to fight this, this Scottish psychopath and uh, Ziggler. Well, he had he had his own. Um, what, what what's Dean's nickname? Uh, the uh, uh, lunatic fringe. He has his own lunatic. Yeah. And then you know, and then his music hits, mm. delayed by the way, which Dean noticed in the back and he was pissed about it. Mm. And then he comes out. Didn't like that. The best returns are always the run-ins yeah the unexpected run-ins mm-hmm. if becky does an unexpected run-in and beats the crap out of people mm-hmm. like you know stone cold-esque mm-hmm. she'll be right back on fire the way she was before yeah um who should she attack i'm not sure ronda's on raw and you have charlotte on smackdown mm-hmm. so does that mean by default and naya's on raw as well so we can basically maybe scratch out both Ronda and Nia for the time being. Uh, but does that mean she's going to attack Charlotte? I don't quite understand because she's actually theoretically matter at Nia. And then it would be Ronda. And then it would be Charlotte mm-hmm. in order of operation. Right. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So that's the problem with Raw and SmackDown sometimes. It's good because it made it interesting. But now it kind of makes them untouchable. Like now they're they're protected by their brand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, um, I like that time that Orton ran in and RKO'd Brock Lesnar out of nowhere on oh, their op- op- opposing that, show. That was very exciting. That Absolutely. Was, but the problem with that, you never saw it coming. That was a Survivor Series buildup. Yeah. Survivor Series is done. So now they're theoretically not allowed to do that anymore, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna do with Becky. Uh, originally, she was looking like she was going to be a straight-up heel. I don't think she is now. I think she's an anti-hero, straight up. So, are they going to start another temporary storyline with someone else on SmackDown that's a heel? Name a, name a big-time heel on SmackDown. Can't. Uh, you know, like a, like a female? Yeah. Actually, I'm trying to think. Everyone's from Raw. I, I guess thinking. the Iconics, perhaps. I mean, they got, they got beat down on... Uh... Yeah, last night, they got beat bad by Charlotte. So they have too many, they have too many faces. Then isn't that right? They have Asuka. Yeah, there's Asuka. There's Naomi. Yeah, there is uh, Carmella. Carmella's a face right now. She's yeah. doing her, she's doing a thing there with our truth, of course. She's very face right now. She, yeah, she's very face That's right working. now. She's yeah. really popular too right now. Yeah, yeah. She comes out doing her dancing and laughing, and it's cool. It's refreshing. Yeah, it is. But there's not a lot of. Straight up bad guys, and I, maybe that's why they turned Charlotte. I, I'm assuming is Char- Charlotte's officially heel, right? 
I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. Like, actually, here on her Twitter page, she's actually re like she actually has it uh, marked. It says the reincarnation of the queen. Oh yeah. And it's a picture of her standing over Ronda Rousey, like just all crazy. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's definitely um, playing playing the uh, the heel card. the heel again for sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it's kind of confusing right now on where Becky is going to go when uh, upon her return. But as long as it's impactful. And you know what? Let's face it. It probably will be Charlotte. Because I, I cannot see her going over to Raw right now. That's probably something that they're going to save for WrestleMania. Well, uh, the I still feel like Becky is... Well, yeah. I guess she would have to win the Royal Rumble. For them to face each other, I th- I still think I wonder if there's a chance that she would she's gonna drop the belt. Come, maybe maybe come back at the Royal Rumble, because at this point, um, there's no giant matches for her to come back to. She'd be an awesome winner for the Rumble, eh? Sure. Why not? You know, hear that hear that music, and the crowd just goes crazy in the Women's Royal Rumble there. Yeah. And uh, comes down and be like it'd be like the uh, the equivalent of the. Uh, <laughs> Of the glass breaking. I'm just laughing because I can picture them giving it to Naya and you going, oh, God. I I would almost uh, feel like I would have to stop watching. Oh, no, he's going to do the Sheamus again. (laughs) It's it's happening again. Well, I like that to me, it just wouldn't make any sense at all. But um, now getting getting real, getting back. Tamina wins. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Getting back to Ronda. Quickly. Yeah. So she was booed at at Survivor Series. Yeah. And she was not hardcore, but she was. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it in a little while. Sure. She was booed again on Raw, and everyone was cheering Becky. Becky, Becky, Be- and she she was trying to trying to speak, and she couldn't even talk because she couldn't even get get through the Becky. She couldn't get past it. She couldn't get past the Becky. She kept like starting to talk again, and she just looked uncomfortable. Oh no! So that's 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 harsh. And then um, Becky Lynch actually posted um, a, uh, a, st- a short video of that, um, and then wrote, "Hey Rhonda, do you have a little bit of meanness envy?" Oh, hello. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. But um, uh, sorry, back to the as well back to the potential four way. So Rhonda, obviously, big name. Lots of name value, of course. She's uh, the champ. Still very popular. Charlotte, big name value. Big star. Becky, right now for sure, she's gained a name for herself. Yep. Um, and will continue to do so. And is huge. Nia Jax. <laughs> right now, is getting, she is getting booed. Yeah. But people are just mad that she injured Becky. Yeah. They don't really dislike her. You know, because she's a bad guy or a good heel. Oh, you're just, about to say Xbox Heat. They're just mad at her because they hurt everyone. They she basically hurt everyone's favorite. Yeah. Um. And she's green as grass, and she's not good on the mic. But how is she green as grass? She's been wrestling for years. Great question. <laughs> Fantastic question, there, Ira. How is she still green as grass? She, so, anyways, um, she needs a lot of work on the mic. She needs to work in the ring. 
I don't think she... Like, I don't know. I just don't see her holding her own. And I don't see that match going over very well if that's if that's exactly what happens. Unless something drastic happens and she just really put, pulls up her bootstraps and, um, you know, turns things around. But, anyways. Yeah, like, I mean, I realize that she's physically different than the other three women. She's definitely imposing. She's imposing. She's got a lot of power. But, uh... I, I guess I could see what you're saying about her being greener, uh, per se. Uh, you know, especially with the the injuries. But you know, they forgot, everyone's forgotten about what Brie Bella did not long ago as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, she just recently injured someone as well. Actually, I've already forgotten who she injured. It was uh, Liv Morgan. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Little Liv Morgan. Little Liv. Liv bra Morgan. What up, bro? Yo, bro. She says bro a lot. That's what I heard. Dude, bruh. Was there like a ride-along or something? It was a ride-along. Yeah, I never saw And she was talking and said bro every eight I, words. I heard, I heard that. Yeah, bro. Sounds like a, she's like a female Vince Russo. I don't know. She has a bit of an accent, too. Where's oh, she from? It sounds somewhat southern, actually. Really? Maybe a little bit. Oh. I could be losing my mind. Regardless, the point of this story is she says bro a lot. <laughs> oh, and what's-her-face farted in the vehicle at the end. Which Ooh. was... Well, who do you think? The oh. female Eric Rowan. It was gross. It was right at the end. And really? they, they're getting out of the vehicle. Yeah. The ride-along's over. And they're like, ah! And I'm like, what's going on? And ah! The female Eric Rowan. <laughs> pure class, eh? Yeah, pure class. Gross. Can you imagine? Sarah Logan and uh, one member of the, the War Raiders. Farting up a storm in their vehicle. He's a, he had fart fights, probably. Oh, that one came out. Oh, God. So it's, uh, I'll stop there. Uh, before we move on, uh, Liv Morgan is uh, from Jersey. Ah. She's from New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't remember what accent she had. No. What dialect? <laughs> what dialect? <laughs> All right, rumor number two. Oh, this will be a good one, right? WWE was not involved in Loser Boy, Enzo Amore's Survivor Series appearance in any way, says PW Insider. Many backstage and in the locker room were upset by it, but the company likely told everyone to simply ignore it. So don't expect any social media posts directed to Amore from superstars. To add, a woman seated near Enzo was in the Staples Center and was knocked over when security took him out. She was reportedly treated for an arm injury. Mm-hmm. Wow. So much to say. So little time. One. What a loser. Two. Did you see that? Was it us that had shared that in the uh, in our chat room? That, uh, yeah. Why, why would you return to a company that had fired you mm-hmm. simply to make a fool out of yourself at previous company and then get ejected from former company and burn your bridges with former company. Like, what was he trying to do? Like, apparently rumor has it he was trying to sell a rap. He was trying to promote his rap album. He did. He put flyers all over cars <laughs> at the uh, at the arena for his rap show that was going to be going on in, uh, oh, the following his... night. Oh, the rap show, not yeah, an he album. Had, okay. No, he had a show going on. It was his very first rap show. Real one, he calls himself, oh, right? 15 of his fans are right. going to go. Now, I wonder. I never read any reviews or any uh, anything about um, the show at all. But I should look that up. 
Yeah, Will Os- Will Osprey. He's a uh, he's a British wrestler. Yeah, he wrestles with, in New Japan and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, um, anyways, uh, just for some context, there's a in the UK there's a, a grocery chain called Tesco. Uh, it says, imagine you used to work at Tesco, then you got fired from Tesco, then you show up embarrassing yourself, embarrassing yourself at Tesco, then being kicked out of Tesco by its security team. I genuinely can't think of anything more tragic. <laughs> Maybe if you did it in front of 13,000 people on live TV. Oh, there we go. Well said, Will Ospreay. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, no, as you said, talk about burning your bridges. So when do you think we're going to see Enzo in WWE? You know what? You always hear this thing where they say, uh, never say never. Right. I'm going to say never. Yeah. This guy's a loser. He's like, a fool. What? I don't know. You know what? They should have never have hired him. I don't know why they did. I guess he's good on the mic. But he, he's a... He's a knob. Well, he's he trained at the, in the same gym um, as, uh, I think, Triple H. <laughs> That's how he kind of got involved, I think. I don't know. We'll likely see Big Cass back within the, I'd say, I'd say one to two years. Uh, he said everything correct. He said everything nice. Yeah. Uh, he's doing the right stuff so, so far. But Enzo has done the exact opposite. Exact opposite. No, he's done. It, it's basically, you know what? If you never ever want to work for WWE again, you're doing a great job. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And at one point, it looked like Cass had done worse mm. than Enzo. Yeah. Because Enzo, Enzo may not have done anything that he was accused of doing. Right. It was that he was keeping it a secret. Right. I'm pretty sure that's forgivable. But n- this is ridiculous. He was yeah. trying to. Make a fool out of the entire company. Yeah. And, and apparently uh, there was rumors. I, I'm not sure if we had mentioned it, but Vince was furious about it backstage. That, that's what I read as well. Yeah. yeah. And not only all of this, but getting back to his actual rap show or his rap album. I'm, I'm, I got air quotes right now. Um, one of his songs is actually a diss track against Liv Morgan because they used to date. Right. So right. it's like, how pathetic are you? Yeah, he's a loser. Yeah. Actually, Liv Morgan wrote <laughs> on on uh, Twitter about um, <laughs> about Enzo getting taken away. She wrote, she wrote, um, embarrassing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Goodbye, Enzo. Yeah. We'll see you never. Never again. It was fun while it lasted. Actually, no. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Well... They did have the the crowd in the palm of their hands for a little bit. For a little while. For yeah. a little while. But you can't teach that. Ho <laughs> ho Boom. Alright, moving on. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer uh, notes that he's heard from more WWE talent about Brock Lesnar than Nia Jax. Uh, that there's frustration that he's bulletproof despite suplexing Sunil Singh on his head. Did you see that? Yeah, so it was a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, the last week, I last think, on week, Raw. Yeah. yeah, but I certainly saw it. And when I saw it, I've seen him do this kind of stuff before. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, and I said, oh, my God. And I said to myself, you know what? Oh, I'm sure he's fine. But you know what? That did not look fine at all. No. It didn't look fine. No. Like, I mean, he's he's a he's a smaller guy, for one, so there's not as much weight coming down on him. But he basically fell backwards on, like, pretty much his neck and shoulder. You know what? I think one of the Singh brothers have been hurt before by Lesnar, or it was Orton. But 
I feel bad for these guys. I get they're small, mm-hmm. but you guys are going overboard with them. Yeah. You really are. Like, it's ridiculous. It's almost like you'd swear that the Singh brothers have heat backstage, mm. but I don't think they do. Not that I know of. I think they're just fun to throw around, but they're overdoing it. Yeah. Like, they're only, I, I, like, I think they're only about 160, 170 pounds. But do you remember what I'm talking It was maybe a year ago. One of the Singh brothers was, like, dropped on his head. Yeah, I don't really remember. I know he got injured. Um, Actually, I know he hurt himself. Uh, Like, he twisted his knee or something yeah. outside the ring on a, kind of a freak thing, uh, which is why he was gone for so long. But, yeah, I, I think he probably, that probably did happen where he, like, was thrown up and... So almost landed on his head and injured himself. Almost injured himself. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I know that Brock Lesnar. It almost felt like he was taking a real liberty there with him. Well, there was that one where Orton throws, uh, drops one of the Singh brothers on the table, and the camera points to Orton, and he does that cringe face. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was yeah. a pretty funny yeah. one. He's like, oh. Yeah, like he, he he went overboard, right? So I don't know. It's I just kind of feel bad for the little guys. Poor little guys. Well, I, I even think of back in, um, and these guys are some of these guys are even smaller than the Hardy Boys. But back in the day when Lesnar first showed up, he was he threw the Hardy Boys around, and it sure looked like he almost killed the Hardy Boys back in like 2002, even. Right. So um, is it, it's nothing new what he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely not getting punished. He's just kind of, I mean, male wise, he's the only real star they've got. Yeah. One of the Singh brothers, actually, it was Sunil. He had a ACL surgery. Oh he yeah. He injured himself as well. Yeah. That was the one. Oh, that was the same guy. Yeah. That so was, was the, same that was one the one that, that just got, came back, right? Yeah. He just got tossed on his head. Yeah. Oh. No, that's the guy that had the, that kind of had that freak accident. I think he was just walking down the uh the steps that's it on the in the ring and he was wearing these dress shoes and i think he just slipped and he uh yeah tore his acl same thing happened a couple weeks ago Co- or cody rhodes he was uh, in the ring at some wrestling show and he was just kind of uh um he had t-shirts or whatever in his hand and he was kind of like motioning to throw them into the crowd and he kind of like motioned to throw one and like just stopped kind of as a tease yeah and as he as he as he stopped, he heard a pop in his knee. Oh, man. And he did. He actually tore his meniscus. Ugh. But, um, which will allow him to still wrestle. So <laughs> he's still planning on wrestling. Uh, yeah. I know we're, Iraq's showing me some pictures here of uh, Sunil Singh just uh, For a little guy, he's, working out. He's kind of a little jacked little dude, oh, actually. They're, they're definitely jacked. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely in great shape. Absolutely. They're just not big. They just don't have very big frames. Yeah, they don't wrestle too much, but... Uh, I don't know if they've even wrestled hardly at all. They did NXT, though, right? They were the uh, Bollywood Boys, they, right? You know, I don't even think they were in NXT. I, I, weren't they the Bollywood Boys? Well, or they were. They else? Yeah. They were, but I don't... Yeah, they wrestled. I'm yeah, sure, but... I, yeah, I guess you're right, they did. Were they in the um, Cruiserweight Tournament? Cruiserweight Championship last mm, week? I'm not sure. I don't remember either. Mm, I'm not sure. What was it called? The Cruiserweight Classic. Mm, Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. I actually never watched that. Believe it or not. I watched some of it, for sure. You're talking about the first the, the first, first one? Yeah. I think there was only one, wasn't there? I thought there was two. No, there's only one. Oh, okay. And they had two women's, though. Yeah, two women's. Two Sounds like classes. that's going to be an annual thing. Sounds that way. Yeah. Who will win next year? <laughs> 
probably someone that should have won this year. It'll probably be like it'll probably be uh, like Io Shirai. Oh, I was thinking more the uh, the Hispanic one there. Oh, Mercedes. Yeah, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm voting for. Or maybe that one that was supposed to go a long way, but has gotten injured in both years. What what was that girl's name? Oh, that uh, German one, the one that looks uh, big like China. Is that who you're talking about? No, I don't think so. Oh, she was supposed to be almost go all the way last year, mm. the first first year. You don't remember her? No. Oh, she was crazy, very mm. very powerful. No, well, I mean that could be her. I don't remember her name, but we'll have to look it up. Her name is Scrody McBoogerballs. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> All right, so next rumor, according to Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio, WWE is going to continue, unfortunately, using Roman Reigns and his leukemia diagnosis in storylines going forward. No, sir, I don't like it. Ho-hum. That's pretty lowbrow. They're not saying anything mean about the guy, but they really don't need to continue mentioning it. I liked it the first night where people like Strowman were saying, like, you know, Roman Reigns is going to kick leukemia's ass. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Done. But don't continue to mention it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch Raw this past week. But you said Dean Ambrose mentioned it once again, eh? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he said. And again, it wasn't anything negative. But it's like, we don't need to bring it up. No. Like, for me, just leave it alone. Everyone knows. Right, don't mix work with shoot. No, Exactly. Um, now when he's ready to come back, then you can maybe, maybe start bringing, bringing it up. You can even, you can even kind of show him much like they did with Triple H when he, uh, when he tore his quad. Oh, it comes uh, back in a $6 million man or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And then he was, uh, he was coming back and they showed like all his workout videos and everything. And he fought King Booker. Oh no, that's that. No, no, no. This was, uh. Are you talking about 02? I'm talking about 02 when he oh, came back. Oh, his first return. His first return. Not his second one. Not his second. His very first one. <laughs> his first leg, not his other leg. When he came back and uh, in, at the in, at the beginning of January. It had were been they gone sh- for I don't think months. they were showing those workouts in the first return. By the way, you're thinking of the second return. No, they totally showed. They totally showed in the first in his uh, in his first return too. Okay. Yeah, because that's why he came back as that's why he was coming back as a face. Yeah, he came back with such a huge face because he the promos helped. The, the just those those video promos just showing him, you know, just working so hard to get back to that ring. He came back as a face the second time as well, but yeah, yeah. The first return he fought Angle, the second return many years later when he blew his other ACL was Booker. So, and Booker that was just a very um, it was just a one off. Mm-hmm. It was just to get him on a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. So. Did he did he fight Angle? Because he won the Royal Rumble that that so year. Do you think he, well, I know he pedigreed him in that, you know that the the big return, the Triple H return there. That was uh, Jr. says is the loudest return he's ever witnessed. Right. Um, I know he f- he physically attacked Angle. Yeah, that could but be. But maybe that was it. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, and I then, know. And then he entered the Royal Rumble, um, in he, o, in O two. He, he won, won it. it, and then he fought Jericho. Best Rumble ever. O two. I don't. Absolutely. Was it good? Jay Walker. Same thing. Both agree. Yeah, he says it's the best. Yeah, man. No Steve Austin in that one. Absolutely, there was Steve Austin. He was the final four. Was Steve Triple Austin? H, Austin, Mr. Perfect, uh, Maven, Undertaker. Oh, is that 02? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> you must be thinking about a different one. Yeah, maybe I am. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. Angle was in that one. I, no, mm. wait. Was Angle a champ? Mm, uh, Angle must have been the champ. No? 
Who was the champion? In that rumble? Yeah. It probably was Angle. Well, no, Jericho was. Jericho? Jericho okay, so Angle was in the rumble. Because Jericho had won the undisputed championship yeah. in December. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, and that's why Triple H, of course, fought Jericho. Jericho at uh, WrestleMania. And beat him. That's right. Yeah. Voila. Coming the second... The second, uh, was it the Universal Champion is what they were referred to as back uh, then? No, the Undisputed, Undisputed Champion. Undisputed Champion. Yep, and then he lost it to... Triple H? Tri- yeah, Lesnar? Tri- uh, Triple H lost it to, no, I think he lost it to Hulk Hogan. Hogan, that was my second And then guess. Hogan lost it to Taker. Yeah. I what, think. I think that's how cr- it Hogan lost it to Taker. Yeah, I think that crappy chokeslam. Yeah, something like Ugh. that. And then Taker lost it to The Rock. And then The Rock lost it to Brock at SummerSlam. So between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, you had this prestigious undisputed championship, and it changed hands four times between WrestleMania in April and SummerSlam in August. You might as well call it the Hardcore Championship. My goodness. Did you listen to that uh, episode on Bruce's podcast? Oh, my. Ravens held that championship like 28 times. (laughs) It was... Basically, uh, all about Crash Holly back then, though. Yeah. He's always the champ. Yeah. Super Crazy is also a wrestler's name. also... uh, No, he wasn't. But I just felt like saying uh, Super Crazy for some reason. Super Crazy. Interesting thing about Super Crazy. Um, (laughs) Quick quick fact. No, it's not really a fact. But back in, like, 01 or 02, when Eddie Guerrero... Eddie Guerrero got fired from the WWE, I think for, you know, for things that weren't good in his life. Right. And um, one of his return matches was in Ring of Honor. So we're talking early days of Ring of Honor. Eddie Guerrero fought Super Crazy. And incredible match. I thought you were originally going to say that Super Crazy was supposed to be the new Eddie Guerrero. Oh, he he came down. He comes down on his lawnmower. I lie. I cheat. I steal. I I'm stole a, this lawnmower. I'm a lot heavier. <laughs> I ate Eddie Guerrero. Oh, no. What's Samoa Joe, I mean, <laughs> super crazy doing <laughs> coming down to the ring? No, no, that's supposed to be Eddie Guerrero. Oh, what? my bad. What were they called? The um, the, the lawnmower yeah, men there? Yeah, the three of them. There was him, there was Psychosis, and was it Hooventude? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super, like... Would you call it racist? I'm not sure. What you'd yeah, I don't call know it. what it would. But they agreed it. to it. Yeah, what the heck? The wouldn't it wouldn't fly today? Weren't they called the Super Crazies? No, no. <laughs> they were called. Rock's not working very hard on his memory. Where's the mind when you need him? Mind of mania coming at you. Mind if you hear us, send us, send us some, uh, some early two thousands vibes. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh just calls him. Oh, hey, you guys. Hey guys. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, 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 uh, of, uh, of, of Little Insane. Little Insane? You know, he was, he was, a, he was a luchador. Any, anyways, guys, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called the, the, the Mexicools. Oh, the Mexicools, that's right. Oh, thanks, Mojo. It's the first right answer you've ever given us. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was trying to say it, and he was locking me in his damn room. Screw you, Mojo! Throw all over me. Those those two uh, really gonna start getting along a little bit better. They're they're not very nice to each That's other. Hard. They're like a, a terrible married couple. <laughs> Take that back. 
so angry. You never listen to me. <laughs> what did Sin Cara sound like? He was like an 105-year-old grandma with a mask on. He sounded like the lamb. Lisa, I thought you loved me. Why, why, why is the lamb Sin Cara and Jimmer in one laughing? Lisa, why don't you come here? Kimmy! You kind of did it. When we were watching uh, Survivor <laughs> Series, The Mind and I, um, I almost had it. I almost got it out. You've done it once before. Just once. Oh, man, I couldn't. I, I waited. Too, I did it too long. But when you have a mask on, you prove that you can oh, do it. Oh, I just need a mask. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure it out. All right. Uh, also, according to Dave Meltzer, he says there is no plan for Brock Lesnar versus Batista at WrestleMania 35. Well, that kind of sucks because that's a pretty good backup plan. I thought that was a really good plan. Yeah. Um, it's an original match. They never crossed paths. Crossed paths except for ovw Le- yeah. leviathan versus yeah. lesnar versus brock lesnar yeah but um brock lesnar won by yeah. the way because yeah by the time batista started getting big um brock lesnar was kind of already on his way out you know what kind of makes this not so relevant but still relevant enough that i want to see the match sure batista's not as physically large as he used to be no, he certainly is not. He has skinnied down. Yeah, he's slimmed down for Hollywood for sure. Yeah, still in amazing shape, but he's smaller, and Lesnar is physically larger from a, mm, what would you say, he's got more meat on him now? Yeah, he's probably beefier. Like, he's not as ripped as he no, used to be. No, definitely not. Definitely uh, not. I don't... He's got a different role than what he used to back in the 2000s. For sure, I would for sure. definitely call this second generation Brock, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, like he used to wear, he used to wear wrestling boots. He used to wear trunks. Oh yes, yeah, so just full on short, short trunks, just those short black trunks. He had a flat haircut, and yeah, he was really pale. He was paler back then than he is now. Very somehow. pale. I don't ever remember him sweating as much. <laughs> AKA more in shape. I. I tweeted, I tweeted during uh, the main the, during the uh, the main event there, on um, at Survivor Series that Brock Lesnar is melting. Oh God, dude! It's even an ice cream cone. He's just dripping. Just An- dripping. Another important note: he had a whole arsenal of wrestling moves back then. Mm. Now he has two moves, maybe three. Yeah, two, three. Yeah, there's, there's not much going on right now with nope. uh, with Lesnar. F five. Suplex, very rarely you may see an elbow or a knee. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't remember the last time I saw a strike. I really don't remember the last time I saw a strike. No, probably when he busted open Orton. That was an elbow. That's why I said elbow. <laughs> oh, that was an elbow. <laughs> that was an elbow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he opened him up the hard way with an elbow because yeah. elbows will cut. Yeah, but no, you're right. It's the, basically F5, German suplex, belly to belly, over, over the head, belly to belly. Does he do that? He did that a few or times. Are you thinking about Kurt? Uh, no, no, he does that. Well, he definitely did that a few times this weekend. Okay. Yep. So, uh, and we'll talk about that, of course. One thing I think... Well, let's not forget about circling the ring numerous times. Yes. If that's a move. Yes. And uh, taking off his gloves only to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There'd be no point one. of that. There's no point. It's like my hands are sweating. I'm just really hot. My eczema is acting up again. He takes his shorts off, too. Oh. 
Brock, why'd you take your shorts off? <laughs> My balls was hot. Oh, no. Here we go again. <laughs> I understand. Speaking of eczema, yeah. on a slight different note, mm-hmm. did you see photos of um, Emma? Um, suffers from I, an autoimmune... I have not seen photos, yeah. but I did know that she actually suffers heavily from eczema. It's not eczema, but it's an autoimmune disorder. Oh, I thought it was eczema. And uh, her back is loaded right mm. now with it. And yeah, she took a really nice photo of it. It's actually a, it was kind of an interesting photo. She was still done up and everything, very model-esque. Mm-hmm. But uh, her back was showing fully, 100% of it. Yep. And uh, she's got lesions everywhere mm. right now. Poor girl. So she'll probably have to take a shot to clear that up. Right. Of, uh, what would you call it, uh, a steroid? Uh, it's psoriasis. Psoriasis, that's, what it is. that's yes. right. Yeah, Not that's eczema. an autoimmune disorder. Yeah. It was actually Jay Walker that told me she had that. And looked her up and, geez, insane. You know who else has psoriasis? Brian Callen. Oh, Ryan Callen. The kid there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got psoriasis. Oh. Um, and yeah, there's definitely medications you can take for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does not sound fun. I think it can be painful and itchy, and um, I mean, certainly, it can affect your. Oh, lots of things. Lots of things, like even just just your. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Your mental like, health. Yeah, mental health for yeah. even just for you know your. Um, Self-esteem. So you look, self-esteem. self-esteem. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, absolutely. You can, people get it on their face, and it yeah. can be all over their arms, and they're patchy, and yeah. kind of like eczema, but not the same thing. At, uh, really, I guess it's not the same thing at no, all. No, I'd compare it to more. To, well, actually, I I don't think it's as bad as this. But what's the uh, not chicken pox, but uh, oh, the shingles. Shingles. Yeah, that probably, I think is probably the worst. Yeah, the worst. My dad that, had shingles. That's not an autoimmune disorder, though. No, 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 no. But shingles, uh, is, shingles is actually like yeah, chicken pox. Um, and then I, the virus stays I, dormant in your body. I pray I never get that. No. I see those commercials and it looks like a nightmare. My dad had shingles, so I'm probably going to get shingles. I wouldn't say that. I would. I wouldn't His dad had way. shingles. Don't think that way. <laughs> so I'm going to get shingles. Well, you, you can get a shot for it. Yeah, there's Ostavax, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're the appropriate age, you can take it. Look at us with our medical advice on the RGW. Man. Most medical advice you'll ever hear. <laughs> see episode 100 is all medical advice. We're actually doctors. We're yeah. not doctors. <laughs> it's like our write-ups. <laughs> Disclaimer. Not a doctor. <laughs> Dr. E-Rock. <laughs> this is right on your, uh, right on your, uh, My your lapel? white jacket. <laughs> the lab coat. That's what it's called. For a second, he said flab coat. <laughs> the flab coat. Well, that's, what, that's what Fat Balor wears. Oh, no. Fat Balor wants some of the neck fat. Give me some of the neck fat. My name is Dr. Finn Balor, and I'm looking for the neck fat. <laughs> we got to do some liposuction. That's all he does is he cuts off people's fat so he can fry it up and eat it. He does the liposuction, but what he does is he sticks a tube to the guy's neck and just starts sucking. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Tastes like Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> They're all yellow. You see the Luger? Yoko in the back trunk? What could we just keep it old school, folks? Save me a slice. <laughs> I call the greens. <laughs> I call the purple. 
uh, speaking of Skittles. <laughs> wow. Segway. So, I like I love lime flavored stuff. That's like one of my favorite things. Like lime flavored. They changed the green Skittles from lime to now they're green apple. Wow, that's a big change. Blah. Blah. Broke my heart. Well, it's a good thing Skittles aren't very good, so... Skittles okay. are delicious. That's gross. You might as well swallow gum. I wonder who does that. <laughs> Jimmer does, that's who. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's weird. Um, it's, it's normal if you're five. <laughs> sometimes you don't have somewhere to stick it. Spit it out. What if I'm... I don't want to spit it out on the ground, necessarily, sometimes. Yeah, give me an or example. I'm, I'm, give, give me an example of a location you could not discard of gum. Hmm... I'll have to get back to you. Church, stick it under the pew. No, you don't do that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Movie theater, under the chair. Somebody's bound to have a Kleenex. Maybe. Some random person. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Baller. <laughs> hello, Mr. Baller. Do you have a Kleenex? I have a really runny... Wait, why does Baller sound like that? <laughs> I just gave him a normal... I have a really runny nose right now. Mm, I'm really phlegmy, guys. <laughs> You don't even sound Irish anymore. I really need the Kleenex. Okay. <laughs> gives, it, gives the Kleenex. You put a, l- a little gum in it. Throw a stick in your pocket. That's what you needed the Kleenex for. Why don't you just swallow it? Like a normal person. Oh, sh- <laughs> 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 oh our forever dispute on swallowing gum. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, next up, Daniel Bryan has been wanting to turn heel for quite some time, apparently, according to The Observer. They also note that while it may have seemed like WWE was teasing a Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon program, that is not the plan for WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm. Bit of a strange rumor. I haven't been thinking of a Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon match for like six, like four months, mm-hmm. four to six months. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an irrelevant feud. Yeah, well, I think there it's been was a long the, time now. There was the talk, I think, of. Um, it's when they teamed up. When did they team up? Was that Mania? That was Mania. Yeah, that, that's the last time we thought they were gonna feud. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we were like, "Why are they teaming up?" Yeah, well, I think there was the ch- the thought that after this best in the world thing like oh. with Shane, that maybe that would somehow develop into a into a Brian McMahon feud, but it doesn't sound like it's gonna happen, and I'm fine with that. I have no desire to see Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. No. Nope. Maybe I had a slight desire when they were when they were feuding. Um, what do you say, bosses? But no. Yeah. Not even close anymore. No. Well, I, that, here's the thing too. It's one of those things where they should have done it. Just like when they just like they should have pulled the trigger on Ms. Daniel Bryan months ago. They should have pulled the trigger, like, if you were going to have Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, you should have had that as the first feud, you know, now that he's back, you know, he could have, Shane McMahon could have easily done something kind of heelish, and they fight. Well, here's the thing. Go for it. So after he's done with AJ Styles with their storyline, who's who's next? Is it going to be, like, maybe, well, maybe Ray. Ray would be a good one. Yeah, Ray versus Ray. Uh, Daniel Bryan would be good. I don't really want to see Jeff Hardy. 
Jeff's not there. He's not. He's not world championship material anymore. No. He's just kind of there. You know what I mean? No, I totally agree. He's really not. They're just using him as kind of filler. Y- yeah, you you don't ever, you don't really feel like hey Dan uh, Daniel Bryan, Jeff sorry. Hardy Jeff Hardy is uh, he's on his way back into any sort of a title picture. No, he's just used when they need him. Like, yeah. oh, we need you to fill in for AJ Styles' Mixed Match Challenge. Oh, we need you to fill in for Survivor Series. Oh, we need you to do this. You know, just kind of seems like that's what he's used for. Right. Uh, I don't know. So, I guess that would be the next logical step is after, uh, you know, after the, he finishes the storyline with AJ Styles, he can move on to maybe Rey Mysterio, another little guy. Mm-hmm. Because he needs someone that's the same size as him. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, when he fought Lesnar, we'll get to that. Doesn't do him any favors. No. No. Um, and I don't even know if if there was, uh, yeah, like where his next feud is coming out. Yeah, he's going to be fighting AJ Styles, I guess, at TLC. Right. It's going to be a rematch. Um, but yeah, where do you go? Where do you go from here? Do you ever feel like if it wasn't for AJ Styles on SmackDown, no one would know what to do next? It seems like AJ Styles is the constant that they use. He's always there. Like he'll he's either there to put people over or to fill people in. Right. Like like they'll put somebody like Samoa Joe versus AJ. Yeah. A thousand times because AJ is pretty good mm-hmm. regardless of what you may think about Samoa Joe. But I don't know. And that's another thing too is after Ray, there's a lot of there's a lot of heels like on SmackDown. Yeah. From the men's perspective. It's kind yeah. of the opposite of what the women are. Mm-hmm. A lot of faces for women, a lot of heels for men. Yeah. And but I mean, and that's kind of the weird thing, too, about, like, bringing, like, turning Daniel Bryan heel is because there really aren't that many faces. Right. Like, you need some solid faces. So, to turn one, one of your only, like, tr- real faces heel, I don't know... You're, you're you're kind of left thinking, why would we do that? Do you think it was a little strange timing turning him heel? The timing was bizarre. Bizarre. Like, yeah. I, 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 you and I both love our heel turns. And sometimes face turns, too. But that one was a weird timing. Weird timing. Yeah, it was weird timing. Um, you never really got any inkling prior to that night that he was kind of turning. Like, Dean Ambrose, you kind of had that feeling. Like, you oh, knew yeah. it was coming, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and you, you typically kind of get that feeling like, oh, something's going to happen here. Um, but with this one, no, it was like, he, well, it was like Charlotte. Charlotte was also out of nowhere. That's true too. Like that may crazy. Yeah. No, in fact, they're actually almost mirrored just out of nowhere in a match. Yeah. Starting off face. Yeah. And the match heel. Um, even with Austin, WrestleMania 17, he turned heel during the match. Yeah. There was tons of foreshadowing that he was going to do it. Right. Beforehand. Right. Tons. Sure. You saw it coming. It was weird seeing it coming, but right. it was coming. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this was, it was, you know, it was blind to us. Yeah, yeah. And even in NXT, for example, you had Johnny Gargano, and he was, he was, he's a good guy. Yeah. But there was a lot of losses. Lots of losses. Self doubt. But, but and and there was also this this, uh, but you knew that there was this side to him. Because he had this vengeful side, and he needed to take out um, Tommaso Ciampa, like you know, whatever it took. Yeah, it was becoming obsessive. It was it, it had become an obsession. Yeah. So you saw that he had that side. 
So when he when he was, um, uh, what do you call it? When he was outed as the guy who took out Alistair Black, you kind of understood. Sure. It kind of made sense. You it could did, almost. Yeah, it did. Right. And then what was really funny about that is like even in his in Gargano's promos afterwards, he was still talking about him himself as if he's the good guy. Ah, interesting. And then as he came down, he's still got the same music and everything. He comes down, he's got all smiles, and he's all like, yeah, I'm ready to fight, ready to fight. Crowd's booing him. They were. And he kind of looked at the crowd like, what are you booing me for? I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm the good guy. What uh, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was very well done. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, going back to Daniel Bryan, there wasn't any of that. You never kind of got these... There were there were never these hints or the you know there was oh he's got a he's got a, a side to him. I don't even find he's doing a very good job at playing the heel character right now. Well, I didn't watch SmackDown this week, so I can't I can't say one way or another. I watched the half of his promo. It was I wasn't a fan and actually mm. stopped watching oh. it. Um, because he was doing the whole shtick of talking about like he was doing the poor me, you know you. I was gone from wrestling and I worked really hard to get back. And I'm like, oh, you've done this before, but as a face. Yeah. Now you're using it as a heel? Yeah. Meh. Meh. And I mean, you, you, like, it's all been said and done already. Maybe he'll surprise me and maybe he'll go some psychopath way or whatnot. But maybe. Uh, we'll talk about it soon, but I just wasn't a fan of how he portrayed himself at Survivor Series. Sure. It was sure. Weird. weird. No. Weird. All right. So on Twitter, Dave Meltzer, he's a friend of the show he's today, a apparently. Huge, uh, huge part of our rumors today. Yeah. He mentioned that WWE may be working on a small brand featuring wrestlers assigned to the Performance Center who work the Florida House show, but who don't get time on screen with NXT. Does this feel kind of full circle to you? Kind of like this was what, what is NXT was, mm. and now NXT is so big it's becoming one of the big three? So it's like it's kind of like NXT was the farm system, and now you've got like the farm system to the farm system. Yeah, I know they're almost going full on farm system. It's like you're going, it's like you're doing like uh, you know you got your double A and your triple A and your, uh, you know that sort of thing. I've been wrestling for thirty eight years, and baby, I'm on Raw now. <laughs> Sir, you're seventy one years old. I know. <laughs> I've been through so many farm systems. I don't know where to start. They threw me in Evolve, and then they threw me in this new thing, and then they threw me on NXT, then they threw me on SmackDown. Then for some reason, they threw me on 205 Live. <laughs> I'm 284 pounds. I really don't get this one. <laughs> I'm a blob. <laughs> I'm essentially a big fat blob. <laughs> oh, then they threw me an Impact. They told me it was WWE. I think they lied to me. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> Then I went to some gym. I don't know why. They said ROH on the wall. <laughs> oh, there's a ring in the middle, but there are no people. Then I went to some soap opera thing they called it Lucha Underground or oh. something. <laughs> you know the champ of Lucha Underground is um, uh, Jake Strong is his name. Uh, who's That's that? Swaggy Jack. Oh, he's the champ. He's the champ. Yeah. Well, that's certainly far off from our original rumors like a year, year and a half ago of where he was going. Right. <laughs> I don't think I, he ever did have an MMA fight, actually, did he? No, he was supposed to go to Bellator. Yeah. 
He was, and then he after that was scratched. He was supposed to go to Impact. Mm-hmm. I guess that was scratched. Although I think Impact and Lucha have some sort of a thing going on. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Maybe I'm confusing somebody else. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they kind of do. Because, for example, I'm pretty sure Johnny Mundo and Ty Valkyrie, that's his wife actually. Okay. They're on both shows. I'm pretty sure they're both on both shows. So, um, they must have some sort of a working agreement. Hmm. Although, all of the Lucha shows have been recorded months ago, so... I didn't know Mundo was still on Lucha Underground. I think he is. Okay, I thought he'd left. No, I think he's still there. I I couldn't actually tell you I think you you mean Johnny Impact. Yes, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, I was just kind of setting you up to say all of his last names, but it's okay. Okay. We'll let that one go. John Morrison... I think it's the mind that's better just throwing out his names. It's like eight different names. He was named them all in a, in in sequence. John Hennigan, uh, Nitro, uh, Macho Warrior Rick, Sa- Macho Warrior Rick Rick Hogan. <laughs> the Macho. Ooh, yo, brother! Woo! <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm here all day. Yeah. All right, next up in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, it said Cody Rhodes wants to work the 2019 G1 Climax Tournament, indicating he's sticking with New Japan beyond the end of this year. I don't think Cody Rhodes is coming back to the WWE anytime soon. Sorry, Stardust fans. Because <laughs> everyone loves Stardust. That's what everyone wants. Imagine he... He re-debuts as Stardust in Ring of Honor. Oh, man. <laughs> the burial of Cody Rhodes. No kidding. The self-burial. Man. Because, yeah, the G1 Climax Tournament is, I believe, in August of next year. So if he's talking about being there, then that's, that's pretty long term. So that would say to me that, yeah, he has absolutely no interest. Sounds like quite the tournament. In going or, to WWE. Orgasmic, if you will. <laughs> oh! I think there's lots of explosions. <laughs> Do you, do you get it, guys? <laughs> Climax and orgasm. Get it? You're so stupid, man. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it's a big tournament, and then whoever, the winner of that tournament, actually ends up getting um, essentially kind of a money in the bank type thing, and then they get and then they get to cash it in, usually at Wrestle Kingdom the following January. Okay. Yeah. So that's like Kenny Omega. He won it uh, two years ago, or maybe it was last year. And then he, then yeah, he, it was last year because then he fought Okada, or maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. Anyways, he fought Okada there, and um, and then this year, this guy by the name of Tanahashi, he won. Right. So it's already been signed. He's actually fighting Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, I guess it is. Okay. Yeah, which is in January on January fourth. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Jericho is fighting on that show too. It's fighting uh, Naito again. Naito again. Yeah. Just rematches galore. Yep. Uh, okay, according to Pro Wrestling Torch, finally moving along from uh, Mr. Meltzer, Impact, <laughs> Impact it is, is talking to several networks for their next TV deal, including True TV, WGN, and Sci Fi. If nothing can be worked out, they'll likely stay at Pop TV. In their current late night time slot. 
According to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> no, this is Wade Keller. <laughs> oh, it's Wade Keller. Wade His Keller. His arch nemesis. The other guy. Da, 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 the other guy. The other one of the two. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I can see them definitely wanting to get onto another another station because, yeah, like we talked about last week. We talked about Pop TV. We name dropped Pop TV last week. Yeah, and Pop TV, they, they just randomly changed impacts time slot like and didn't even announce it like an entire week in advance just basically said yeah next thursday they're gonna start at a new time <laughs> they're gonna affect all 35 of their audience Aww. oh i'm sorry oh that hit close to home jimmer's a big impact fan oh yeah <laughs> you're like whoa 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 let's not talk crazy now. you're like i was being respectful but let's be realistic here <laughs> I do not watch <clears throat> hot garbage. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't even do it. I can't even. <laughs> What's can't Bob? Even. What's Bobby Lashley doing back on the Impact Zone? That's right. His name remains the same. <laughs> he sucks that much. Can't even give him a name. He doesn't even get a different name. What's Lashley McBob doing back? <laughs> Lash Bobbly. What's Roberta Lashley doing back? <laughs> What's Brock Lesnar doing the... Imp- oh, wait. That's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, man. What's the more muscular Booker T doing back in the... <laughs> All hail King Bobby. What's Bobby Roode doing in the back zone? <laughs> he comes down. Why is he wearing a sweatband? <laughs> He's got Roode's... Roode's, uh... What robe on? <laughs> Rude's looking for the robe. Where's my robe? All I have is this black, tight, thong-like wrestling material. He's gonna wrestle in Bobby Roots. Bobby Lashley's. And then all of a sudden, hey, I'm glorious. Oh no! They give they give the gimmick to Mojo. Mojo's I'm glorious. Mojo Raleigh. Hey Angela. Hey Samantha. Glorious! <laughs> Drink it in, dude! You're supposed to be. It's the wrong character, Mojo, you moron. <laughs> oh. I'm Jerry Crisco. What? And that's the bottom line because Bobby Roode said so. What? <laughs> if you smell what the lash is cooking. We thought Lash. you were the Lash. We thought you were Bobby Roode. Uh oh! I'm the Lash kicker. What? What are you talking You're about? You're supposed to be Bobby Roode, not Bobby Lashley, and not Bobby Lashley that has Becky Lynch in there. I'm Bobby Lashley pretending to be Becky Lynch. <laughs> Fat Balor. Give me some of the neck fat. Where is that neck fat? <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, I like that he sounds like a uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, after rumors for months that a new promotion might be formed by Jim Ross and Chris Jericho uh, with the addition of in-ring talents like Cody Rhodes the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and the villain Murray Skrull. A new set of trademarks 
by All Elite Wrestling, LLC. Is that a thing? Apparently it is. Were filed in the past week. So here's the... Here's uh here's a few of the uh, the trademarks. So we got AEW Double or Nothing, AEW All Out, AEW Tuesday Night Dynamite, which sounds awful. Wow. All Out, Double or Nothing, and All Elite Wrestling. So, uh, so we know based on where these trademarks were filed, AEW could be based out of Jacksonville, Florida. And run by the Jaguars co-owner, Tony Khan. We actually talked about a rumor about, uh, what, about a month ago maybe? That the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars could potentially getting into getting into uh, would be getting into the wrestling game. Wow. And the moniker Double or Nothing is actually the rumored name for All In 2. Which is possibly being run out of Las Vegas. Kind of crazy. And while there's no direct involvement from uh, from what we know of right now from Jim Ross, Jericho, or members of the elite at this time, based on the name of the company, don't be surprised to hear more on this story as it unfolds. And uh, we'd like to thank Wrestle WrestlingNews.co for that wonderful story right there. Well, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. So is this looking more and more likely that it's going to happen? Jericho Jim Ross wrestling promotion with a whole bunch of members of the elite in New Japan and whatnot. Well, the uh, Jim Ross Jericho connection had been was talked about probably about a month ago, month yeah. and a half ago. Um, uh, Jericho shot it down on Twitter. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Jim Ross has been really quiet about it all. One thing about Jim Ross is that he was supposed to be. Or I shouldn't say he's supposed to be. He is currently uh, a new the New Japan English uh, uh, speak... What's the word I'm looking for here? Commentator? English commentator. Like, they do the voiceovers. Him and I think it's uh, Barnett. Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett, yeah. yeah for this, uh, for this uh, TV station called Access TV uh, in the U.S. there. And um, he's coming to the end of his contract at the end of January. And they say that um, the rumor at one point was that WWE was kind of blocking him from continuing with access. Now, Jim Ross never actually said that, but he did say that there's a lot on the horizon. So I wonder if that's this. Well, this is insane. Like, Jim Ross is how old? 65, I think. Why would any 65-year-old man want to start a wrestling promotion as opposed to just spending his time relaxing? Mm. Chris Jericho in my opinion, is even too old to be doing this. Like, holy cow, man. Jericho? This, yeah, yeah. Well, he wouldn't necessarily... He may not wrestle. No, I know. But he could be the main... The main uh, this is, but this figure. is... Starting a whole new organization? That's insane. You know, I really should look into... Uh, see what Jarrett's age was when he started Impact. Right. To give me a good idea. Jimmer's going to look this up. Just so that... See, you know, let's see if how wrong I am or how correct I am about... I don't remember how old Jericho is right now. Early 40s? 45? No, no, he just turned 48. 48 years old? Yeah. Ugh. It's almost 50 and he's starting. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> I have, This is insane. I, I really want to find out how old Jeff Jarrett was when Impact started. Because Impact, start, TNA was a lot. 
NWA TNA started a long time ago. O two, it started. O two. So he was only thirty five. Well, it's a little younger than forty eight. <laughs> well, again, math. Yes. Yeah. Do 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 do. Where's me calculator? Just seems like something that you wouldn't want to start at forty eight years old. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm sixty five years old. Like to me though, this. I mean, I. Uh, it would be a real like it would be a full time job, obviously. Sure. And if he wants to continue on with Fozzie, um, I can't imagine him, you know, running a wrestling company and continuing to do the music thing. It seems crazy to me. Maybe he'll hire Don Callis. Oh, wait. Probably would. I think Callis is busy with Impact. He'll just ditch it. He'll just ditch it like yeah. he's ditched everything else. <laughs> Jeez. He had a pretty good podcast going, and that went to crap. So Well, I'm sure he wasn't. Was, he's probably making more money yeah. working for New Japan than... Well, yeah, he was in New Japan, and he's not doing that anymore either. No, I think he is, isn't he? New Japan? I think he is. Still he's doing still doing that? Yeah. I thought he was I, just doing Impact. No, I don't, I don't think he's doing it as often, but I think he was one of the announcers on uh, one, one of the most mo- more recent events. I get confused. Yeah, I don't know. Can you believe, though, on a little sidebar note, how much crossover there is in different organizations mm. now. Is this insane? Yeah. Like, between Impact, Ring of Honor, mm. New Japan, and Lucha Underground, yeah. and even a tad, WWE. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, WWE, Jericho and Rey Mysterio. There's just been some crossover there. Mm-hmm. The Jericho crews and, you know, Jericho things here and there. And yeah. Rey, you know, Rey Mysterio being on the Jericho crews and... Being signed to WWE, that was interesting alone. Yeah, that's true. It's all over the place. It's weird. It's something that wouldn't have happened five years ago. No. No, you're absolutely right. Now, in the in the kind of like the mid two thousands, there, well, it's not it's not a one hundred percent unheard of. WWE, you, like back in the nineties, they definitely did a couple of cross promotion things. They did some cross promoting with. ECW, I heard. Uh, with ECW, for sure. With Smoky Mountain Wrestling, that was Jim Cornette. He ran that. Also Mother with... Mother effort! <clears throat> what's his name? Um, Jeff Jarrett was actually on the show with, like, the NWA, like, Southern title or whatever. Yeah. Back in, like, 1995. Mm-hmm. He had long blonde hair. Um, they also did, like, talent exchanges here and there. I know WCW definitely did talent talent exchanges with uh, with New Japan in the '90s for sure. Probably with their cruiserweights. Uh, no, no, there were actually a couple of Japanese wrestlers that were in the NWO. Okay. Yeah, there was uh, Masachono was his name, and another guy. Uh, Kivino Nash. No, uh, Kaijimoto, who's also known as the Great Muta. Scott Hollow. <laughs> Hollow Scott. Hockey Cole Hogan. Hockey Cole Hogan. He's the most Japanese guy of them all. Ty Giant. Virgil. <laughs> What's Virgie doing in the Impact Zone? What's the Master Meat Saucer doing? He's he's carrying around jars of sauce. <laughs> Oh, oh man. So anyways, this could be interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're looking to actually compete or just be an alternative 
or what the what the plan is here, but I guess we'll see what happens as uh, as time moves on. I don't know. It just seems like a mashup of New Japan and Ring of Honor, and in, in my opinion, I, I really don't know what the purpose of it is. Well, like All In, for example, was a uh, was just that. It was Ring of Honor guys. It was New Japan guys. It was some other guys too. Even in, in April, um, on WrestleMania weekend at Madison Square Garden, the G one G one Supercard, it's called. Right. That's going to be. Uh, it's a co-promoted show between Ring of Honor and New Japan. You could so tell that this was a huge discussion between a whole bunch of people on the cruise. You oh, just tell. yeah. You could tell they went in a room with a <laughs> whole bunch of liquor yeah. and just had a good conversation. Bunch of great goose. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Wouldn't this be awesome? What yeah. do you think? But, you know, these guys are spreading themselves thin. I don't see how guys like the Young Bucks and, and Cody and Kenny can work Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, and whatever this organization is, it's too much. Well, if you think about it, though, think about think about um, the WWE guys. Get a bit of a fat baller there, accent for a bit. Think about this for a second. <laughs> you know, they uh, let's say for example the uh, the WWE guys, they're wrestling four nights a week. Yeah. Like they're wrestling on Raw, and then they're wrestling on pro- like three house shows a week. They get three oh. days off or whatever. Yeah. So they these guys are they're working probably just as much, maybe not quite as much as four nights a week every single week. So what you're saying is it's it's a way for them to make more money, and it's a way just to I don't know it's different. Like I still remember I I remember Cody Rhodes on uh, Jericho's podcast last year, and he was saying that um, you know people are looking for like people are waiting for the next wrestling boom. And he was feeling like the, the the wrestling boom was starting like right then, but it was di- completely different than anyone thought it was going to look like, because it wasn't involving WWE. Well, it's going to be, um, yeah, more than ever, the indie wrestlers are really sought after sought after to go to the WWE. You know, you have indie wrestlers that five years ago or even ten years ago, no one really knew, and now you'll see these guys coming to the WWE and they'll get a pop. Whereas in the past, they would have no one would have known who they are. Yeah, I mean, it it, it really depends on who they are. Like, sure. For example, um, there's this guy who's rumored to come in called Silas Young, mm-hmm. and he's been the Ring of Honor Television Champion. Mm-hmm. Now I don't necessarily know about him. No, I don't know if he if he would get much of a pop. No. Um, this guy, there's a guy by the name of ACH, who I'm not sure who that is. But apparently he's a big deal in Ring of Honor. Right. And I watch Ring of Honor, and I follow Ring of Honor, and I've never heard of this guy. So I maybe I don't necessarily follow it as much as as, as much as some people. But I've never heard of this ACH guy, so I don't know. But they picked up a guy by the name of Punishment Martinez. He's actually in uh, in uh, the Performance Center right now. Chelsea Green. Right. She's She was in Impact, and she was on Ring of Honor, I think, and... She was in a couple of different places, I think. But, yeah, she's wrestling right now the NXT house shows. Even in NXT, uh, people are excited to see them cross over mm-hmm. to the main roster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, just recently, they had, uh, what's his face there? The big guy. He came over to the main roster from, uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about Ryback. <laughs> Ryback? <laughs> the big guy. Wasn't even thinking about Ryback. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> no, there's that big, uh, big monster guy they have in NXT. And uh, based on your face, I don't think you really know a lot of the NXT people. I just forgot his name. (laughs) 
On what show? NXT. No. He came to the main roster? He's probably going to SmackDown. He came to the main roster? One of the Sanity guys? No, the other big guy. He's, just, he's an intelligent guy, but he's a big monster. Never mind. We'll <laughs> talk about it off Jimmer's air. like, I know about five people on NXT. It's not true, but... <laughs> well, he wears red trunks. Oh, that Lars Sullivan. Yes, thank you. Is he not big? He's, he's not. He's a cruiserweight, really. Well, I'm, I don't know. He's not seven feet tall. There is no seven feet tall guy. He's anymore. probably like seven. He's probably like six one, maybe. No, he's taller than that. About two eighty. Two eighty. Yeah, he's pretty. Well, big he actually, dude. he's about two eighty. Yeah. Well, exactly. I told you he's a monster. Anyways, so, what did he go to Raw or SmackDown? I don't know. I never saw him. Okay. Yes. Are you aware of any other NXT people? Because apparently there were rumors that they were going to start moving people over. Yeah. No, I heard Lars Sullivan was potentially moving over. Oh, he is. It's, it's confirmed. Has it been? Lars confirmed? is the only one. Yeah, it's confirmed. Oh. Okay. There was a promo saying, "Come and." Uh, there was even a date. I, you know what? In probably one or two weeks, Lars is moving over. He's but he's dude. certainly not the guy I wanted to see move over. Yeah, no. I know. I'm not a fan of his. No, I, I I haven't seen him wrestle a lot. I saw him wrestle Black. Yeah. And then I saw him wrestle. He was in that. He was in that big ladder match on uh, at the at Takeover at WrestleMania, Takeover New Orleans. The guys in the main event on NXT is the guys I want to see move yeah. over. Not the. Uh, he's been in the main event scene. But I don't really see him as a main eventer. You know? That was like when they moved What's-His-Face, the dancer, over to the main roster. I was like, no! There's the Congo line. Oh, yeah, right. No Way Jose. No Way Jose. It's like, why are you moving over the mid-carters in NXT that need to continue to learn and grow? Yeah. Like. And where's No Way Jose now? I have literally no <laughs> Wyzea. Yeah, actually, I actually have no idea. No, I, I thought haven't. of that recently. Yeah. I'm like, whatever happened to that guy? No, no he lost. And lost was... to Corbin. Is that who it was? I, I think it was Corbin. Was. The Barrage. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, actually, uh, real quick, getting back to Lars Sullivan. He's he's bigger than I thought he was. He's 6'3", 330. There you go. He's a So machine. I was rightful to laugh at you. He, yes, you were. I great. thought he was taller than 6'1". And when you said 280, that's really heavy. But I thought he was heavier than that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm he's, 50 pounds heavier. He's, he's a pretty big guy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. There's just something about him I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of. There isn't really anything about him that really interests me. He is not going to be used correctly. No, he won't. No I don't, way. He's going to be like, uh, what's his name? What was that guy that... Uh, Recent Kane? No, no. He, he was a Russian guy. Oh, God. From years ago? Now he's really cool and looks good. What was his name? Vladimir Kozlov. What? Oh, Kozlov. Wow. That's right. Look at that. I can't remember a couple of guys on the current NXT roster, but I remember Kozlov. Who's that, who's that big guy coming to the main roster? In the red trunk. He's in red trunks. Really big. Who's that guy in the red trunk? You obviously don't watch NXT, but I don't remember his name either, so... <laughs> yeah, but I knew who I was talking about. He's spitting at me. I don't even know yeah, his name. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I, he doesn't exist. <laughs> I knew of his existence. Well, I forgot no, his I name. Just, I just didn't know that he was on his way to the main roster. <laughs> So when you said that Dude. he, because you said he showed up on the show. Don't worry, I agree with you, Ebrock. <laughs> Thanks, Mojo. Let me go sit in the corner, <laughs> do some naughty stuff. Anyone got some Kleenex? Go vacuum my room. <laughs> Told you not to disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> I do not sound like Dewey. Hey yo, oh hey, Dewey in the road, dog. We're hunting for cash. Dewey in the road, dog. Hunting for cash. 
They stayed up all night, turning SmackDown to trash. Maybe if we continue to butcher Mojo's accent, the mind will come back and show us how it's done. The mind! Yep, yep. All right, so I believe that is it for our rumors. On to this year's edition of Survivor Series. Da, da, da. So did you um did you watch the pre pre show match? I did not. Guess what? I did the following day. Oh, well, good for you. Yes, I didn't plan to watch it, and I was actually hoping to catch it originally, um, the, the day of. Mm-hmm. I missed it, but I, I watched it. Mister Jay Walker himself was watching uh, Survivor Series with me. He said it actually was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty fun, fun match, and I actually enjoyed it. Thought it was fun. Nice. Uh, I thought that the raw side was an absolute joke when it came to the guys that were on their team compared to that of the SmackDown team. Because uh, SmackDown had the Usos, they had the New Day, they had Sanity, they had Gallows and Anderson, they had the Colognes, which isn't much of a win there. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, they they went up against Team Raw which was formed as uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They were the team captains. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Revival. The B-team, getting good here. Lucha House Party. And the Ascension. Just looking at that, that is your tag team scene on Raw. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Garbage. Bullish. Hot garbage. And yeah, Team SmackDown was, uh, I mean, aside from the Colognes, uh, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive uh, team there. Yeah, I agree. Kind of funny. The Colognes have been around forever, yet they just get no respect. Yeah. Now, it was was it exactly how we had said last week it was going to be? Like, it, it typically has been? Like, once one of the guys is eliminated, they're both gone, right? Yeah, that's correct. And there was actually so many guys. It's kind of funny. Corey Graves made a joke that it looked like a Royal Rumble match. Oh, yeah. But there were so many guys that often some guys actually had to stand off of the ring apron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I know, I, it seemed like they continued to kind of switch the guys over. Mm. Like if um, Kofi tagged it. Actually, Kofi wasn't in the match. If Big E tagged in Xavier, mm. Big E, I think, would stand on the apron for a little bit. But then he would kind of jump down, and then somebody else would jump up. Mm-hmm. It was very confusing in in that regards. But yeah. the match itself was uh, quite entertaining. It was more fun, if anything. Uh, it was really weird, though, how it ended with the Revival beating New Day and being the uh, the finals with the Usos. Mm. Like, the Revival, really? Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem believable to me. Right. Um, if anything, it should have ended with New Day and the Usos standing tall. Sure. You know, because they're... You know, they actually have been called some of the greatest tag teams of all time. Mm-hmm. Yet, you got the Revival beating the New Day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the end, uh, Team SmackDown won. And I was happy with that. Okay. But there was some fun stuff. There was some fun jumping over the ropes. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of guys. Chad Gable. Got to watch this part. Goes on the top freaking turnbuckle. Yeah. I saw this. You saw that, eh? Yeah. And he freaking does a suplex. Yeah. Onto all the guys in the German bottom. suplex, yeah. Holy shit. Gable's nuts. Yeah, Sound, got crazy. a bit of a weird voice. Mm-hmm. He came out with <laughs> rude. Yeah, we're a team. Team Raw. We're going to kick butt. Uh, please stop talking. <laughs> but he's a machine, man. Yeah. That that uh, that belly-to-back uh, belly suplex he does, mm-hmm. he freaking did that to... Um, uh, who's the big dude he did it to on Raw? 
looking through the names. Uh, was it uh, Gallows or Killian Dane? Killian Dane's a big dude. I think it was Killian Dane. Dead, just dead weight. Yeah, he's, he's crazy strong. Yeah, it's insane, man. Or did he do it to Big E? Either, anyways, either of those guys. He did, he did it to a big guy. Yeah, I think it was Big E. I was, I was blown away. Yeah, it was Big E. So, anyways, match was good. Mm-hmm. What would I give it? Hmm. I'll give it a six and a half. Cool. Six and a half out of ten. Well, all right. Good way to start it off. Kind of funny there was a pre-show match. Yeah. You don't, you'd think that you'd get something else as a pre-show match, but it is what it is. I don't know. Like, if you look at if you look at the matches that were on here, well, actually, I could, I could look at this on here right now, and I could tell you which one I feel could have easily been a... Uh, um, pre-show yeah. match. And match. when we get to it, I'll tell you which yeah, one. Yeah, I think I know which one. Yeah. Four, by the chance? Number four? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I thought so. We'll get to four yeah, later we'll on. We'll get to four right away. <laughs> uh, so far, here we go. Team Raw, the, uh, the opening match of the actual pay-per-view itself. Team Raw, no, sorry, this is the women's five-on-five yep. uh, five Survivor Series elimination match. We've got Team Raw, which was Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, and oddly, on the pre-show... Yeah, it was I saw. I saw to be Ruby stuff. Riot and uh, Ruby Natalia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for whatever reason, Alexa Bliss replaced them randomly with Bailey and Sasha Banks. Did you? You didn't watch the pre-show. You said so. I, I I was skipping through the pre-show, but I watched all of the promos slash segments backstage, yeah. and it was really brutal. But like Ruby is like making fun of Natalia about her breaking her father Jim Neidhart's glasses. I'm like, what? Oh. So they're using, not only they're doing Roman Roman stuff with his leukemia, mm-hmm. but they're throwing Jim Neidhart crap in there too. And he's dead. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> so bad. That's actually almost worse. Roman Reigns is still, you know, he's still kicking. He's yeah. still, you know, he's, he's going he's gonna to fight this. Yeah. Jim Neidhart's not with us. Yeah, how how is your uh, how's your dad's glasses I broke there, Natalia? And then Natalia freaks out, mm. just takes her down, starts pummeling her. Girls are like, "Get her off, get her off!" And they're just taking them apart. And, and Alexa Bliss is like, "I need people uh, on my team that get along." You're both off the team. Mm. What? Lame. And they put Bailey and Sasha on. Bailey and Sasha. Well, I guess they are friends. <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so anyways, and then it was uh, against, so that was Team Raw mm-hmm. uh, versus Team SmackDown, which is Naomi, Carmella, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and um, I guess the, that evening they mentioned Mandy Rose. Yes. Now, uh, the mind that I, we didn't, uh, neither of us had heard this, so. She's part of another segment backstage. So the mind actually thought, his prediction was whoever on NXT whether whoever um, loses in the women's title match, so either Baszler or Kyrie Sane, was going to be the fifth person. That's an intelligent guess. For the SmackDown. Um, unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> these Raw writers and SmackDown writers, they're not as intelligent as Well, the they are hard up for cash. That is true. So anyways, Mandy Rose <laughs> was, the, uh, was the fifth person, which was... Oh, well, I guess it's fine. She confuses me. She's she seems like she's very jacked. It seems she's in great shape. Yeah, but like she's got like big gun arms on her. But you, when I first saw her come to the WWE, I didn't think she did. Mm-hmm. But like she came backstage, 
and she's doing her segment. She's like, yeah. it's nice to see you guys, uh, you know, finally came to your senses. And I'm looking at her arms, and they're bigger than some of the men's arms <laughs> on that freaking roster. But, um, yeah, so what did you think of the match, man? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> I found it interesting that the crowd was insanely behind SmackDown. Yeah. Like, insanely, the whole night, for the most part. I'd well, say. one thing they hated... They were even cheering for Sonya Deville. They were. They were cheering. <laughs> um, one one person they absolutely hated, though, was one Nia Jax. Your favorite. And anytime she got in the ring... Holy moly. They just booed her. Actually, when she came down the aisle... You gotta admit, though, you, you gotta admit, I know you don't like her, but her reaction... To the crowd when they'd boo her was yeah. pretty good. It was uh, she did what she sh- what she should have done. She did this stupid smile yeah. with a fa- and then put her arms out like what well, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah. But it was so heel uh-huh. like she has completely accepted it. Yeah, no, no, she did the right thing for sure. Yeah. Actually, when they first came down because it was Tamina came down first and then I guess they were like waiting for each other or whatever. Right. And then when Naya came out, everyone booed her like crazy, and Tamina actually you could see was like leaning into her like. Holy crap. Oh, I think I noticed that, yeah. too. Like, did you, are you getting this? Yeah, do you hear this? My goodness, they hate you. Tamita has the wrong, wrong reaction, eh? She's getting no reaction. No. You're noticing that? Yeah. No cheers, no booze. No, the she gets nothing. People just don't care at all. She doesn't have it. No. She doesn't have it. She's got no um, personality. No. She's no. a very boring person. She's not, like, she's not, uh, there's there's nothing, like, charismatic, really, about her. She has trouble walking. I think, she, I don't know if she, uh knock knees or bad hips or something i'm not sure what well, she's there. she was out for so many months because she had to have some sort of a surgery i don't know if it was a knee or a or her back or what it was i don't remember i'm not sure but um she yeah just, so she just doesn't have it no no she's but but i guess you know they need they need someone to play the part as like the you know the tough. big the big tough brooding heel sure so i guess she fits the part in that sense so, uh, so yeah, so anyways, it was Team Raw ended up going over Team SmackDown. Nia Jax ended up killing a few people. Yep. Um, I actually thought Asuka was probably going to be the sole survivor of this one somehow. That was kind of my call. Was Asuka one of the original members of this team? She on was Smackdown? always on the oh, team. Oh, she always yeah, was. Okay. She always was. I okay. believe so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Nia Jax ends up being the sole survivor. She ended up. Uh, who did she and she beat Asuka? Did it Asuka last? Yeah. So yeah. I thought Asuka was going to take this one out, uh, but uh, no, didn't happen. Crowd ate her alive when she did that too. Sure did. It, it really did look like Asuka was going to win it. Yeah. And, no, just absolute annihilation. Yep. So so, but um, yeah, it was an okay match. Um, I don't know. I give it a six. Yeah, that is fair. Yep, six. Cool. Yep. Next up, we had Seth Rollins who's the uh, on Raw, of course, and is the Intercontinental Champion, uh, going up against Shinsuke Nakamura. Similar body types slash types of wrestlers here. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Almost so, a dream match, actually. Yeah, people, they, they definitely did um, tout it as a dream match of sorts. Sure. For sure. So, of course, he's from SmackDown. He's the U.S. champ. And, um, yeah, I thought they put on a pretty good match. Pretty good match. Uh, Shinsuke's blue clothing he was wearing was uh, a little it, weird it was off hey i did not like it no it was no. so strange uh jay we mentioned it too jay says that he should have probably just worn black like sure. not red because he's not raw sure but not that, that blue looked dumb right. looked yeah. so dumb yeah. uh, the match was good uh it should have probably been even better for who these two guys are i don't know what your thoughts are on that um 
these guys probably have the potential to put on a, a nine out of ten match. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, online reviews and stuff are saying that this was match of the night. It could very well have been. And this was like in. Uh, it wasn't match of the night for me personally. We'll it get to could, match yeah, of the yeah. Night. No, I know. It could is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. Like they they have the potential. Now, these two guys. My favorite part of the match was the last five seconds. Sure. That ending was great. That ripcord. Yeah. And then he went. Yeah. And then Rollins goes for the. To be picky. Yeah. It could have been maybe half a second smoother, mm-hmm. but the timing was quite good. Right. Like quite good. Wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. but it was almost perfect. Yeah. Like it was really good. Like the way they slid under, miss, miss. Yeah. Curb stomp. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. I didn't like the fact that Nakamura hit Rollins with a Kinshasa in the back of the head and then Rollins was still able to k- kick out. I hate that. Oh yeah, the burial of your move. I do not like these moves being used um and being able to kick out. Like why didn't Cena's I, F, uh, a, you know, AAs right over yeah. and over and oh, over. Yeah. Like I, I just and I just don't like it because if if Nakamura can't why can't he kick out of Rollins' move then? Right. Right? Because it's a stronger move. Well, whatever. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that doesn't I know what make you mean. sense. Yeah. So yeah. that means one guy's move is better than the other. Why doesn't Nakamura use the curb stomp going forward? That yeah. clearly his move isn't as good as his move. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, this was actually a long match. Twenty, almost twenty-two minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I true, didn't actually yeah. realize it was that long uh, while we were watching it, but it was. And I guess that shows that it was a good match because you watch the whole thing and you're not like, man, when is this thing going to end? This thing is dragging. I found it funny when Seth was doing the come on. Come <laughs> See, I did it. Like you. Just like me. Um, <laughs> That wasn't awkward at all. Side, side note. So Rollins and a couple, a few other guys from WWE, of course. They showed up on NXT. Um, there was Adam Cole and a few other NXT guys, and uh, they showed this online. And uh, Seth Rollins was uh, was talking trash and was acting like a heel, and then Adam Cole was almost acting like the face because he's he's he was you know Mister NXT. And I I was one I was telling the mind about this. He hadn't seen it, and he's like, "What is that?" Who are these? Who are these other people in the ring? And I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. But it's a, it's a pretty cool moment. Found out afterwards that there was this tournament for this. Is it the video game? Video game thing called League of Legends, and Rollins and uh, a few other people from the WWE teamed up with this one guy. Like this non-wrestler, this just this man, um, and then the NXT guys teamed up from with this cool other guy, and they played League of Legends, and it was this tournament. Xavier Woods was there. I should have known when I saw Xavier Woods there, but um, yeah, it turned out turned out to, that it was just this awful lame promotion thing. Oh, no. oh just really killed it for me because Rollins is all like talking about WWE being. Uh, being uh, you know the, the the top show and uh, them being overachievers or something. You and, thought they were talking about wrestling. Oh, here I am thinking, oh man, they're they're. 
they're gonna bring they're gonna you know somehow bring be these some guys sort of together. A feud. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. NXT versus main roster. <laughs> nope. No, it's about guys holding controllers. Ugh. As a good friend of mine would say, hot garbage. Sounds like a good looking guy. <laughs> I'd like to meet him one day. Luger, pass me that mirror. <laughs> one moment, my my mouth is full. Narcissist, put down that Yoko leg. <laughs> oh, what do we have up next here? Our right, next up is the match of the night. Aop, also known as AOP, consisting of Akam and Rezar, Raw Tag Team Champions, with little Rockstar Spud Drake Maverick by their side. Oh God! Shaking I just remembered head. the end of this match. Yeah, yeah we'll no, talk about Oh God, no! <laughs> going up against the bar, of course, Sheamus and Cesaro with Lamo Big Show beside them. <laughs> Lamo Big Show, <laughs> it's the big Lamo. <laughs> Getting back to AOP real quick. So, oh God, the ending. No. Yeah, but AOP. You, I don't know if you noticed this, but they don't. They actually refer to them now as AOP. They're not the authors of pain. Oh, it's just AOP. That's what they they do when they announce them to the ring. They're AOP. When they have their little graphic on the bottom, it's AOP. They're not. They're, they're just. I'll tell you one thing. I did letters. know. Notice, mm-hmm. Razor. I do believe. Yes. Has nice hair. <laughs> wow. That's a random little fact. Okay, I will uh, <laughs> make a note of that. And I think Ray. Know. I think Razor. I think it's Razor. Is Canadian. One of them is Canadian, yes. I think it's Razor. Which one, I'm not sure. Razor or Ramon? Too bad their names aren't uh, Toka and Razor. Oh, no. Here we go again. From uh, Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Oh, God. That's where uh, Vanilla Ice's music's uh, playing right. in the background. That's right. Go, Ninja, go. Oh, man. So, your wife posted <laughs> that picture, or that video, rather, of um, Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap. And... Um, <laughs> You saw me got all mad. You were so mad. I was. And then, so I hadn't listened to the video. Okay. I hadn't watched it at this point, but you're like, that's not it. Right. And because she wrote something like, uh, like, oh, ninja rap like time. It's ninja rap. And so then I'm listening to it and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he says, starts going, go ninja, go ninja, go. Or like, and then really you saw my post. Weird time. Like I already see, I already seen your post. Oh, you saw my, with I saw the, your post before with I watched the video, the video of Vanilla Ice. Yeah. 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 So you know what it sounds like. What it's well, I know to what sound ninja like. rap's supposed to sound okay, like for okay, sure. Good enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have to see anything else. Okay. I, I've seen the movie. I, I know what it is. So you <laughs> watch the live performance. I watched the live performance. I'm like, what is this? This is not Ninja Rap. Was that even the lyrics? Because I don't think it was. It wasn't. I don't know. I'm listening to the rap and I'm like, I don't think this is it at all. No. The only thing that, the only part of it that was Ninja Rap is he, is he kind of said, go Ninja Go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think the crowd was really confused. They were like, huh? They're like, play Ice Ice Baby again. <laughs> totally what we know. Have you ever heard, um... Uh, Vanilla Ice's new metal album that he put out in the late '90s. Uh, too cold. Yeah, uh, too cold. That's the. That's yeah, I really like that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's I, the only song I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I bought it. I bought the album. You did? Oh, I had it. Yeah. I don't wow. More. Oh, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened to it. I think I sold it. I think I took it to Disco Round. It's actually my bro- <laughs> Disco Round. You disco Round. My, my brother-in-law actually introduced me to that song. He's like, "Have you ever heard uh, 
Vanilla Ice's um, harder version of Ice Ice Baby? No. And he plays it for me. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. It actually wasn't too bad. Yeah. It's very angry. It's very so, angry. Yeah. He's just, yeah. That's all I could say. Ice, Ice Baby! <laughs> it's, it even starts angry. It's like, yeah. stop! Yeah. Collaborate and listen! <laughs> it's like he's so angry, he's going to like, Aggressively growl towards the yeah. lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyways, back to the match. That's how much the match was, how good the match was. We've discussed Vanilla Ice for the last five minutes. This match should have been on the pre show. Yeah, this This ma- had no business being on the main show. This match sucked. And you know what? For the most part, uh, I'm, certain, I'm certain to notice uh, a bit of a trend here, and you could agree with me or you may disagree with me. A lot of the bar matches suck now. Oh no, they're uh, they're they're far from where they were. I really think they should actually become singles competitors again. I, I think they should. I think we've seen enough of those two. Mm-hmm. They they've they've gone through everyone. There's, you yeah, know, I don't yeah. want to see them go away. No, I'm sure they could do stuff with Cesaro. I'm sure they could do stuff with Sheamus. Your your old favorite. My old favorite. You know what, Sheamus? Sheamus still has lots in him. He's big. He's strong. He's good on the mic. Mm-hmm. He's actually better than he's ever been on the mic. Yeah, I agree. He could hold the championship one more time. Or two more times. Yeah. Uh, correct storyline. Correct storyline. Yeah, it would have to be, yeah. The, the timing and the, the yep. story would have to be right. And yep. the right opponent. and Yeah. For sure. But uh, I think he still has it in him. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm just done with against. the bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. They've, had, they were really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've had some really good matches, specifically with uh, New Day and I think the Usos as well. For sure. Yeah. But um, I'm done. I just don't think they need to be together. The fact that they threw Big Show with them, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're pulling at straws. Now that, that's what they would call jumping the shark, is what they would call on television, when you've got a show that's kind of, kind of petering out a little bit and you try something and the, and you add in like a new character or something <laughs> to try to to try to to try to give it some life oh okay and um and and but but it's but you still know it's on its way down that okay yeah that's a good uh good analogy yeah so but um so yeah i i totally agree with you i'm i'm over the bar uh you're right there's really nothing the else match itself do. was very forgettable very forgettable. i don't remember anything about the match except for what happened at the end so the very end we got drake maverick he's confronted by the big show who is i believe exactly double his height <laughs> so bad um basically picks him up for a choke slam kind of sets him up on the ring apron. the outside of the ring yeah apron. The ring, outside of the ring apron and starts kind of choking him there, and he's and Drake Maverick is so afraid he, well, Drake Maverick stares and looks down at his crotch area, and is waiting for something to happen. This is like it was. This was bad enough, but the malfunction <laughs> made it even worse, to the point where Jay beside me says, "Oh my God." He, they're going. He's gonna pee his pants. And I'm like, what? And then, like two seconds later, after even saying that, it finally slowly, very slowly, starts kind of becoming wet right. down his right side of his pants. Right. Way worse than when Vince pissed his pants with Austin pointing the gun at his head. It was so bad. 
that I don't know what kind of pump they were using or whatnot, but it was terrible. It, it was almost real pee. It almost actually looked like he really was trying to pee, and that's what was coming out. I have stones. Oh, he had stage fright. He just couldn't get it out right away. It was it was terrible. Actually, the best part about it was his big show was laughing how he walked away. <laughs> like it was, it was almost like the whole thing was pathetic. But uh, God, I don't know. That was just uh, a head shaker. What was your thoughts on the urination segment? Oh, terrible. <laughs> so bad. Like I don't understand why they went there, and they actually end up. They actually ended up pretty much replaying the exact same thing on Raw. Oh, no. He peed himself again. What? Yeah. So his new gimmick is he pees himself. I think so. What made him pee himself? I don't remember. <laughs> He's got a poor bladder. He's the peeing potato. <laughs> He's calling me pee-pee. The peeing potato. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So this match, uh, what would you give this match? OALP1, by the way. <laughs> Let's give it a three. Oh, yeah. No, I... I'm not going to give it a one. I'm going to say that's fair. That's fair. I'm go with a three, too. I'll give it a three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this definitely didn't need to be on the, sh- on the show at all. And AOP, I find, is just so boring. They are like, boring. There's another team that there's there's really nothing exciting to them. Like Ty- uh, their, be- their best match was in NXT when yeah. they fought... Uh, do uh, it yourself, DIY, yeah, DIY yeah. and um, The Revival. Yeah. Yes, I just said a match I liked with The Revival <laughs> in them. That was a good match, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, AOP, like, here's the thing. Like, I guess, obviously, they're, they're, they are strong guys. They're tough guys, so I guess they've got that. But they're, the, like, they're not really, they're not uh, exciting in the ring. Uh, obviously, they can't talk. They're big guys, but they're not really big guys. Like, Sheamus and Cesaro, like, towered over them. Because they're both big guys. They're both tall. So I'm like, what? Like, why are these guys the champs? I don't understand. I, like, I don't quite... I don't really understand what they, what they see in them. I have no idea. Maybe they're, they're masks? <laughs> they're, they're masks that they take off when they get to the ring? Yeah. Maybe. Well, you know what? I made uh, I made some mistakes. Acom is actually the Canadian. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think Razor is the one with the the hair. Okay. Acom the Canadian is the yeah. one with the the buzz cut. Okay. Yeah. So Acom's the Canadian. Real name Sunny Dinsa. Maybe he's not born in Canada. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But Razor is Dutch. Okay. Oh, Dutch. Well, yeah. The the Dutch. Um, I'm scrolling Twitter here real quick because I just wanted to see something. And uh, there's they got a picture here. Did, did, uh, you didn't see War Games, the takeover pay-per-view. But you know who's in the crowd? X-Pac. Really? With his dog. Oh, dog's always on him. Always with on the, with him. With the tongue hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. Man, X-Pac, have you, have you heard him talk lately? That yeah. guy is the most with it, fit person I've seen. Yeah. He has completely turned his life around. He really has. Good for him. Yeah, I think he's. I think he eats clean. That yeah, you know what I saw? It was on TV. They were talking about uh, Raw Twenty Five, mm-hmm. like they do for the hundredth time. Yeah, and they were um, they were at the uh, the old center there. Uh, what's it called? Manhattan Center. Manhattan Center. Yeah. And they were doing uh, sh- zoomed in face interviews with Scott Hall and and 
and Pac and whatnot. Sure. And, man, they were zoomed in on Pac. And, like I said, his eyes are clear, mm-hmm. open, very well-versed, uh, well-spoken. Uh, had his dog on him. Very with it. Yeah. Crazy. Doesn't sound like a stoner like he used to. No. Uh, you know, like, I remember when you and I were talking. Actually, when we started this podcast, we were saying how crappy of a a podcast he had, you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't even understand what he was saying. Apparently his podcast still isn't great, but I I was saying it wasn't good because you couldn't understand what he was saying half right. the time. Yeah. Now he's just good. Oh no yeah. No drugs, no alcohol. His podcast is definitely better than it was. I, uh, and I haven't, what's that? And he's in shape. Yeah. He's in good shape. Uh, I haven't listened to a lot of them. Uh, the last one I l- listened to as I guess was a few months ago. There, uh, Matt Riddle, was yep. on it. That's right. Um, who actually was, uh, he made an appearance at uh, the NXT show okay. on Saturday. He came out and he's uh, he called out Cassius Ono. Oh, okay. And Cassius Ono said that he was going to take him down. He's going to teach him a lesson or whatever. And Matt Riddle uh, hit him with a running knee and beat him in like seven seconds. <laughs> this... The burial of Cassius Ono. Oh, my. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, that was that. What's next? Next, we've got, uh, personally, my, uh, no, no, was my match of the night until we got a little further in to it. Uh, we had Buddy Murphy defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Mustafa Ali. What do you think of this match? I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a really good match. Buddy Murphy's bringing it. Yeah. He's bringing it. That was, it was the, the um, when he beat uh, Cedric there at Super Showdown. That was my match of the night for sure, and um, wasn't a long match though. I no, noticed. it wasn't super long. I guess they, I guess they wanted to give a little bit more time to the uh, the last three matches. Yeah, I was actually hoping for a longer match. This thing was only twelve minutes long. Yeah. Twelve twenty actually to be yeah. precise. And uh, based on what we had seen at Super Showdown between Murphy and um, actually, who did Murphy beat for the belt? Uh, oh, it was Alexander. Cedric Alexander. Yeah. That match was pretty long. Yeah, uh, relatively long, anyways, and. Uh, you know, this one was, again, a good match, but um, I, I was just hoping to see a little bit more out of these guys. Yeah, but yeah. it was good nonetheless. I thought it was good for sure. I didn't feel it was as good as their uh, as uh, the Super Showdown match. Yeah. Uh, well, it's different guys, of course, but um, Mustafa Ali is always impressive. Just a clean win, too. It, yeah, it was a clean win, too, which is good. I mean, yeah. you need the champion to have clean wins sometimes. Yeah, regardless of whether or not yeah, they're face. Reg- yeah, correct. Exactly. You need, you, regardless... Whether they are a heel or a face, you you sometimes you need strong champions. Well, not sometimes. You always need strong champions. Irregardless. A lot of... Is that a word? Not at all. I, I've heard that it is. I hear in some places that it is a word. Oh, I hear no. it's not. I Here. just wanted to get a... I just wanted to troll you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Irregardless. <laughs> Irregardless. No, that's not a word. Okay. Terrible. But it, yeah, ain't, no. it ain't a word. It ain't a word, y'all. What did you give this match? This one here, uh, you know what? I gave it a seven and a half. That was a pretty good match. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a... Um, yeah, I'll give it a five. I'll give it a... Let's throw a seven at it. Seven. Nice. Seven. Yeah. Cool. Seven. Seven. Oh, no. <laughs> Ty Pillenper. <laughs> What's Ty Pillenper doing in the end? Ty Pillenper. Dilly Tyinger. Or how do I? What's my rule of thumb? You always grab the last name, so Dilly, and then you do Dillinger, Dillinger McTyta, <laughs> Dillinger McTyta. <laughs> oh no. Okay, that's a that's a that has world champion written all over it. <laughs> First night, 
Wouldn't be the first time they give a first night champ, first night guy, the championship on Impact. That's true. I digress. Next up, Team Raw: Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Fat Balor, and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Fat Balor apparently did not like the fact that he had to wear a T-shirt. Oh no! Match. With the barrage, Baron Corbin and Lito McRush Rush, <laughs> also known as Leo Rush, also known as Bobby Lashley's son. <laughs> They got up Team SmackDown, consisting of The Miz, Shane O'Mac, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeffrey Hardy. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of this thing? I thought it was alright. I thought it was too raw, raw, raw. Get it? Raw, raw? Oh, I understood. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little weird. Just raw annihilation. Is right. all it really was. Yeah. It was just a way to push McIntyre. I don't know if you noticed during the match, but they certainly made Drew look very strong in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't make Strowman look very strong, considering he kept getting picked on during the match. Yeah, yeah. And got well, attacked at the end of the match by yeah. the barrage. Yeah. Well, Strowman actually, um, like, you're looking at some of the times here, and one thing that really disappointed me was uh, Joe... <laughs> he got squashed. He, like, he tried to take out <laughs> Drew McIntyre right away, but Drew McIntyre ended up hitting him with a Claymore kick and pinning him <laughs> in 35 seconds. This is the guy that fought AJ for the title. Like, this guy was, was a multiple-time contender, and he's just getting jobbed out. <laughs> what has happened, I thought, of you guys, too, because oh. you guys are, at least to my knowledge, still big Samoa Joe fans. And he's just, like you just said, getting jobbed right no, out. he's just... First guy. No, it was bad. Um, interestingly enough, so that was 35 seconds in, the next person to get eliminated wasn't until the 12-minute mark. Um, I really... You know what? One thing that's really bugging me right now about Rey Mysterio, um, he, he was the next person to eliminate someone. He... Ah, uh, you know that's he's relying on that six one nine all the time. Okay, which yeah. I really don't like. Well, he doesn't do a very good job anymore. No, he's not super at all. Slow. Well, I don't. Well, it's that, but it's also like it's so like the the people are just setting it up so bad. Oh like, yeah, even before. No, even before they were too. Oh, for sure. But now it's even worse. Like it's just so. Um, you see them looking behind them too. Oh man, it's just it's so put on. Like you know one like. Basically, he hits him with something, and you can pretty much just predict, like, oh, yeah, he's going to flop into the ropes now. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Even Strowman. Strowman. Yeah. A couple of times, got he got punched or kicked or something, and he's selling, and he and he falls into the ropes. Why is he falling into the ropes? <laughs> he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a little tall for that. Anyways, that, that that's kind of been bugging me, but... Um, yeah, and then right, right at the very end there, we had Braun Strowman. He eliminated the last four guys. Wow. He just eliminated he eliminated Hardy, then Mysterio, then The Miz, and then Shane McMahon to win uh, to win it. And yeah, the, so the Team Raw there. So we had Strowman, McIntyre, and Lashley as the uh, as the final survivors, or the sole survivors, if you want to call them that, I guess. Oh, wow. Haven't heard that in a while. I think they actually called them that. The um on the when they announced them the soul survivors. Oh wow, that's old school. Really old school. Um yeah, I mean, overall, I thought this match was very. I don't think it was very good. 
wasn't very exciting. I mean, there were parts about it that were exciting, but I don't know. In the end, it, the end was very anticlimactic. That's all it really was. Oh, one thing that really bugged me that I did not like was, yeah, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, they're in the ring. And they're jawing at each other. And they're starting to push each other down. And I think one of them might have thrown a hand. I don't remember exactly. So Logic would say, for the SmackDown team, to just let these two behemoths go at it. Let them take each other out of the match. But no, they got involved. And they kicked one of them out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't... Like, why? Why wouldn't you just let these guys fight? Makes no sense, buddy. Like, the the strategy would just be let them go at it. Yeah. So I, I that, that really bugged me. One thing that was funny, too, is that uh, The Miz kept coaxing Shane McMahon to do those uh, coast-to-coasts. Oh, yeah. He kept wanting him to do it. <laughs> and he's so dead. Like, he's like, he's just a, a, he's just a corpse walking around. I love how Sh- Strowman just clotheslines the shit out of him. Just takes him out of his shoes. Oh, that was that was good. Ugh. That part was good. So, um, would you give this match? Uh, I'll give it a. Let's give it a six. A six, yeah. I think I'm with you. Six. Six. Yeah. All right, that's being generous. It's a pass. A loose, a loose pass. Next up, I would call this match of the night. Ronda Rousey going up against Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Now, this match really had everything in it. It did. It was um, on its way, like, as entertaining as it was, and we'll get to we'll get to the, the kind of the ending of the match in a moment, but, um, like, the, the, like the, the total match time, which I guess is when the match actually ended, was 1440. So this is a pretty long match. Um, you know, it had the potential to be even longer. This was actually turning out to be probably one of the better, if not best match, women's matches of all time. This was actually turning into an incredible match. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I don't. I still don't think it was as good as the uh, last woman standing between Becky that and was Charlotte. Very good, yes. That's still my number one. Yeah, I gave that one. Um, I gave that one a nine or a nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, I don't remember what I gave it, but it was definitely up there. I think I gave it a nine and a half. Yeah, I think I gave it a nine. And a half. I think it was a near, or maybe I gave it a nine. Yeah, I gave it a nine, and yeah, the Buddy Murphy versus Cedric was a nine and a half at Super Showdown. Mm. Just thinking of some top, top ratings there for the year. Yeah. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So this had like for me, this definitely had the potential to to um, rival that match. Sure. I felt anyways. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you had Ronda and you had Charlotte. And uh, basically the way that it was is Charlotte, you could pretty much, the story that they were telling is that she really felt like she couldn't beat Ronda. Yeah. And yet, you know what? One of the worst things about this match was I found that Ronda actually wasn't offensive enough. Mm. I thought Charlotte actually was doing quite well during yeah. the match. Right. Uh, and they actually mentioned that. That it was kind of all Charlotte for a good portion of that match, yeah. And yet Charlotte still ends up snapping because of what the, you know the storyline you just said that yeah. she felt like she couldn't beat her properly, right? Using her her own arsenal, right, right. 
Yeah. Well, she tried to put her in the, um, you know, she tried to put her in the figure four. And, right. And Rhonda got out. And, um, you know, she tried to put her away a couple of different times. And Rhonda always found a way to, uh, to get out yeah. of it. So um, the story that was told was like she pretty much threw everything she had at her. And, you know, Rhonda still wasn't staying down. So she, uh, she sneaks out a kendo stick from underneath the ring and as Rhonda's coming around and she's to, to, to chase to come around and chase her as she loops around the ring corner there Charlotte whacks her in the gut with uh, with a kendo stick yeah and then proceeded to beat the crap out of her man that was stiff stiff shots though like broke the kendo stick yeah over and it, over and then kept beating her with the broken kendo stick I said to the mind maybe she should get a new stick She's going to stab her. Weren't you blown away with how... The crowd has basically been focused solely on Becky lately, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, they've actually kind of forgotten about the queen, Charlotte. And as soon as Charlotte goes nutso on Rhonda... Yeah. Well, now the crowd's all into Charlotte again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just love edgy wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. The crowd is going back into Attitude Era mode. If you're not edgy... You're not cool. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that, um, so yeah, she just beat the crap out of her. And then what was, what both mine and I both were just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. Is then Rhonda's in the ring. She's crawling on her hands and knees. And then Charlotte hits her with natural selection face first onto a chair. Yeah, that was nice timing. That was great timing. Yeah. And then just kept beating the crap out of her. You know why it was great timing? Because I didn't even see that coming. No, I didn't either. It was great. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden she hits her with, she, uh, yeah, the natural selection on the chair and we're just like, my goodness. My God. (laughs) Mama Mia. My God. Give me some more Samoan ass. (laughs) Uh, Vince? Those cheeks. Those big, sweet, sweaty Samoan cheeks. Delicious. (laughs) Samoan ass. So then, yeah, Charlotte wraps the chair around uh, Rhonda's head. Um, thought it was quite funny, actually, that she couldn't quite figure it out for about I know. 25 seconds. <laughs> couldn't figure out which side of the chair to actually put it on. It's so funny how it's a go-work chair. You can see how the hinge works, right? Yeah. That it doesn't do anything when you step on it. Right. But it's all good. It is all it's good, an, yeah. It's entertainment. And it's still, I mean, and, but but bo- she but Rhonda sold like a Uses champ. the wrong chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. I crushed her larynx. Her head popped off. Screw it Uh-oh. back. Screw it back on. I'll do it, guys. I have something for it. Uh, that's gorilla glue. Well, it'll put it back together, won't it? Actually, what I was doing, I was uh, I was chewing some trident, <laughs> and uh, here it is, right here. It's a big ball. It's a whole. It's a whole pack. Hold on. Whoops! I swallowed it. Oh no! <laughs> Just like Jimber. I hear it's the norm. Oh. I even ate some under under this chair that E-Rock left. <laughs> it's pretty flavorful. Now, you were saying Charlotte was <laughs> cheered. She was yeah. actually even kind of cheered when she came down as well. Char- R- Rhonda wasn't getting nearly as many cheers. And then after the beatdown, um, the crowd was actually chanting, Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah, I've heard that WWE doesn't give a crap about people booing Ronda right now as long as she's just like Roman, gets a reaction. Get a reaction of some just sort. Just some yeah. sort of reaction. But 
it's funny because she was this is this was really the first time though that she was getting booed. It's not like it was you it know was kind of progressively getting there. And I'm fairly certain Rhonda knew that if she was fighting Becky mm-hmm. at Survivor Series, oh man, yeah, they were gonna eat Rhonda alive. Yeah. So just walk in there knowing you're a heel mm-hmm. at least for tonight, yeah. and just let it you know water off a duck's back. Yeah. Well, Bubba Ray actually put he um he because he has a serious radio show, serious uh, online radio show. It's very serious, <laughs> extremely <It's> serious. <laughs> so it's not it's not it's not a rowdy one or a or a hilarious show. It's very serious. It's not even on Sirius XM. It's just serious <laughs> on your local uh, ninety two City FM. He just sits on a lawn chair in his front of his house, just yells, just landstorm. If I could be serious for a moment. So anyways, Bubba was saying... <laughs> Didn't that, give me anything there, did you? No. Oh, jeez. Sorry oh. about that. Oh. Anyways, Bubba was saying that like everyone just absolutely loves Becky. And because Becky basically kind of gave Charlotte her blessing to go up against Rhonda. Oh. Charlotte basically got the, the Becky cheers. Because Becky is like... The, fa- the fans people he's there there she's basically like the the fans choice oh i see what you're saying and because she essentially gave the honors to charlotte now vicariously oh. charlotte is now the fans choice because she was chosen by becky that's interesting to take out that's what bubba said that's what bubba said yeah good job bubba i thought that was very interesting how he put that but, um, so anyways, yeah, Ronda Rousey took her licks. She got destroyed, battered, and bruised. She had this giant X-shaped welt on her arm afterwards. Couldn't believe it. But, um, I mean, if you didn't respect her before, you definitely respect her now for taking a beating like that. Because that was stiff. Nice. What would you give this one, this match? Uh, you know what? I think I'll give it a, I'll give it a eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I'll give it an cool. eight and a half. Nice. I, I just would have liked to have seen a little bit more out of Ronda. Yeah. Um, I also found that when they started the match off, uh, Charlotte's stance for a fight mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Yeah. You saw that, right? I agree. She kind of looked like a, a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> she's like she's 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 more of a. Actually, I think Corey Graves said it. She's more of a. Uh, not a dancer, but more of a... No, actually, it was just Jay beside mm. me. But the, somebody had mentioned it, and it was a really good point. She's not a striker or a fighter. Mm. She's more of a grace, graceful. She's mm. a graceful... Um, well, she's a graceful wrestler. She's like a gazelle. She's the queen. Very different from Rana. For sure. Similar, yet different. Yes. Definitely, um, what would you call uh, males um, that are um, not A-type, but... Uh, would it be A-type? Like an alpha. Alpha, thank you. Yeah, yeah they would be alpha females. Right. All, th- all three of them, technically, yeah. right? Right. Becky as well? For sure. So, yeah. I would say Becky used to not be, though. No. 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 Now no, she no, is. Not, in, not until the last, yeah, the last, last few months, for sure. Basically, SummerSlam onwards. But I would say, naturally, Charlotte and Rhonda are alphas. Yeah. Uh, they just are. Uh, Becky is portraying one, but doing a very good job. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you give it? Um, I would actually give this one an eight. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, roll with an eight. You like the match more than me, yet your score is lower than mine. Well, the thing is, I, I felt <laughs> this had the potential to be yeah. a fantastic match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there, there definitely were some criticisms there. Plus, obviously, the match didn't actually finish. True. And it was actually only 14 minutes long. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, is that, so that's 14, 14.40. Yeah. And that would be at the time of the disqualification. Yeah. So it could have definitely gone and longer. And yeah, you don't like DQs. I remember you and I discussing... Uh, I don't think it was SmackDown 1000, but when Becky just started beating Charlotte with the belt, mm-hmm. remember when she was pinning her? No, I didn't. You no, know, not pinning her. She had her in she the. She had her in the figure four. Figure four. I didn't. I. Uh, she was actually going for the figure eight at the time. Yeah. I actually wasn't criticizing the DQ finish. Yeah. I was criticizing the execution. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like it because she grabbed the belt and she kind of just. She kind of Floppily. was too far. She was too far <laughs> to hit her with the belt, so she it, it just basically kind of grazed her. And then she fell. <laughs> it's kind of funny because Becky still wasn't even at her prime yet. No, not she yet. She was a couple weeks off from yeah. getting the real cheers. Yeah, before she really was hitting her stride. Right, exactly. Because yeah. I think that's where she was actually just heel. Yeah. And fans just love anti-heroes, right? Yeah. It's all about Austin and whatnot. So. And there hasn't been a really good anti-hero in a long time. No, it's been a very long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe for uh, another topic, topic of discussion for the future. Recent anti-heroes. Ooh. I don't know if we talked about that before. I don't know. We, uh, we don't talked about anti-heroes, yeah. but like this... We haven't it? talked about Uncle Heroes yet, but... Uncle Hero. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. Yeah. I don't know. Dean Ambrose? No, he's a heel now. He's a full-on heel now, yeah. Yeah. I guess he was kind of an anti-hero, but... Kind um, of. Yeah, kind, like, but kind of a manufactured one. He, it, he never really hit... He never hit the kind of strides that Austin hit or... Right. Or, um, I don't know, who else? Orton had moments. Orton definitely had moments, had moments for sure. Of the when he was, um, around the time where Sting was back there. Oh, yeah. And then the Vines with the RKOs. Yeah. Uh, do you remember with Sting and him, both with chairs in the ring there, where mm. Sting popped out of nowhere? Orton was, like, red hot at yeah. that stage of the game. It was kind of anti-heroish. Gates the authority. That was, yeah, like, that was around the time that he was, um, he, he was feuding with uh, Seth Rollins, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. He was that great. was great. And that was that Mania match that, with that Rollins. That Mania match was Fantastic. great. Fantastic. Yeah. So that was... Uh, I think that was... For me, that was one of Orton's best matches, I felt. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Good Good point. Um, other recent anti-heroes? Uh, well, I, I guess Lesnar. He jumps around like uh, No Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would be an anti-hero. You never know whether he's a bad guy or a good guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you never know if he's a bad guy or a good guy. Big Show? <laughs> Must be Big Show, Nia Jax. <laughs> she's starting to jump around a yeah, lot too. Yeah, she's turning Start, into the female Big Show. She's in starting that to respect. turn that way. Yeah. Jeez, here she is talking about like uh, she was a face, talking about bigger. You know, be happy with your size sure. and what you look like. And next thing you know, she's a heel again. But then again, that may have been. She may have been having a face run for a year or two there. I don't know. Maybe it just went by really quick. Don't right. Know. But we digress. All in all, there has not been a ton of anti-heroes. Uh, CM Punk, I guess. But that's 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 quite a while ago. That yeah, doesn't all, count anymore. No, CM Punk, he's been out of wrestling for almost five years. Can wow. you believe it? That's crazy. He walked out in uh, after Royal Rumble 2014. Holy. And hey, you know who else was one for a little bit there? When Styles turned face quite a while ago mm. the, when he finally turned face okay he was a bit of a jerk that was a, that's loose i'm, I'm pulling a i'm pulling a, yeah a, i wouldn't i nah, yeah he wasn't an anti he was just kind of a jerk on the mic 
No, that wasn't really an anti-hero. No, no. But but Styles is... He still kind of is sometimes a jerk on the mic. Yeah, it's his thing, right? He, he, it's true, but I he's never... <laughs> he's not on the same level as no. when it comes to mic skills as like an Orton or Becky Lynch or an Austin or... Right. Or any... any like, he's pretty... He's low low down in respect to those guys. Here's the thing. Those people. Besides mic skills, one of the things that being an anti-hero is, you can't have really any friends, good mm-hmm. nor bad. Right. You've got to be a lone wolf like Corbin. Mm-hmm. So you never know if Corbin actually is used correctly over the next year or two. Maybe he can be one of those kind of guys. Yeah. Because he claims he doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do have to be a, a lone wolf to be an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't latch on to people. No. Because to this day, Orton has no friends. Austin had no friends. No. Uh, Lynch isn't trusting anyone anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's what an anti-hero is all about. Brock Lesnar has no freaking no. friends. No. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. You cannot have friends, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. And uh, if you have a bunch of buddies, you know, <laughs> like, like, Triple H isn't going to be an anti-hero because no. he has Shawn Michaels beside him all at yeah. all times. Yeah. So, Shawn Michaels actually came out and said that he's not he's probably he's not going to wrestle again. <laughs> Crown Jewel, that hot garbage of a match. <laughs> Good job. Remember you sucked. Yeah. He said he basically he said he you know he well, wanted to get back in the ring um, to see if he could still do it and he could. And he got paid a lot of money. Let's just face it. He just got a lot of money. That's all he wanted. At the end of it all, that's that really feels like that's... He got to hang out with his, his best friend who blew his boob. <laughs> poor and, boob. Poor boob. Got to be with The Undertaker one more time and yeah. Kane. <laughs> Good old Mayor. Good old Mayor McCain. <laughs> Mayor McCain. All right. Main event. Main event. So we go from a great... Great match to this. <sighs> Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Champion Brock, versus champion. Brock Lesnar, 265 pounds, universal champion, versus Daniel Bryan, 165 pounds, or whatever he may be. Apparently, uh, apparently nearly a 100-pound difference. It's probably like 175 pounds. No, no, no. He's, 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 he's over 200. Like, he's not 205. Like, he's more than 205. Why'd they say nearly 100-pound difference? They were just they exaggerating. Because I, like, I feel like Daniel Bryan is probably, oh, he's pretty if thick. I had to guess, maybe 215. He looked like a midget compared to... Well, Brock Lesnar is a beast, right? Oh, yes. uh, oh yeah, 210. There you go. Lesnar's probably more than 265 pounds. That's probably the thing. I think at one point they were like back in the day they were saying he was he was like he used to be two eighty two eighty five I think they that were makes saying. complete sense yeah he's pretty thick now so here's the thing about this match I know it's been a dream match for several years and as I mentioned last week Daniel Bryan has been wanting to fight slash wrestle Lesnar for quite some time. And he was even talking about how he was dreaming of wrestling Lesnar when he was injured and, you know, he couldn't come back and he was bummed about it. Mm-hmm. But now here he is fighting Lesnar. Daniel Bryan comes in. And I realize he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Maybe playing the cowardly heel. Right. I don't know. But running away from Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. looked terrible. Right. Terrible way to start the match. And when the match finally got going, it was all Lesnar. Yeah. All Lesnar. 
pure destruction. Mm-hmm. Until, what What would you say, about three quarters away through, Lesnar, uh, sorry, Daniel got a bit, a little bit of offense in there. Yeah. But in the end, it was all Lesnar. Yeah, he got a little bit of offense. I mean, he, he did what he was supposed to be doing. You know, he, he was going for the kicks. He hit him with a couple of flying knees. He hit him over the top rope. He uh, was able to reverse and get Lesnar to be uh, to be thrown into the post. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he basically, you know, took him out a little bit. You know, yeah. looked like for a, for a moment, looked like hey, maybe he's maybe just maybe he does have a chance against Lesnar. Yeah. But that was quickly dashed. Oh. And uh, yeah, that and uh, yeah, that was it. I don't have a whole a whole lot else else uh, left to say about it. There really wasn't much to say about it. No, lots lots of uh, the moves we talked about. Lots of German suplexes. Uh, the, there were the belly to bellies. Yeah, um, he was yeah. hucking them around. And you know what? He was hucking around a guy, uh, and he was landing not very good on his head sometimes. Well, we were talking about Sunil Singh. The yeah. way he hel- he flopped. Here's the thing uh, about over. Sunil though. He didn't have a concussion. No. Uh, or head head issues. Head issues, yeah. No, I'm surprised that uh, that Daniel Bryan would have been taking moves like that over and over again. Yeah, I, I didn't agree with some of the ways that uh, Daniel Bryan landed on his head. That I, was ridiculous. Like the ref came came especially after the first couple. Yeah, the first couple were came brutal. down and uh, and Bryan wasn't even really moving. <laughs> and of course, we know he was selling it. Well, actually, on- for the first five ten seconds, I didn't know. No, 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 I agree. Like I I thought, holy crap, is he actually injured? Yeah. Like, is he actually done again? Right. Because of these German suplexes that he's taking. And you know what? If he was, I wouldn't know who to blame. Right. Is it all Lesnar's fault? Or is it Daniel Bryan's for allowing this to happen? Yeah. It was ridiculous. That, that was Those were very careless. Yeah. Ugh. He says his dream is to continue to wrestle, but he's mm. taking that kind of crap. Yeah. I know. Uh, it was frustrating to see that. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, no, exactly. So, um, Lesnar, uh, you know, was getting beat up a little bit. And just like that, picked him up, hit him with an F5. and That was it. That just kind of threw him over his shoulders. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That was the match. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lesnar won, beat him. Brian did not win. Got the got crap the kicked out of him. Yeah. So, the big question is, Brock Lesnar beat Daniel number one. Will he beat the next Daniel? Da da da. Actually, I don't uh, think he will. Actually, uh, Dana Dana White um, was quoted this week saying, "I think that it's April, right?" He says he he's not even sure if it's going to happen. Why is that? He didn't say why, but he says he's not sure if it's going to happen. Is that if Daniel Cormier loses a belt, it becomes less relevant? I don't know. Or is well, he just Cormier pl- doesn't have any fights on the horizon at the moment? No, he beat you know he he won his last fight. Against uh, my uh, your good friend, my my balls got hot. <laughs> Derek Lewis, <laughs> Mr. Derek Lewis. So <laughs> uh, I think Dana's just playing. Could be. I think yeah, he's just trolling. Be. Yeah, because he's maybe there's no contract that's been signed. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So maybe that's why he's saying I'm not sure if it's gonna happen, or maybe he means maybe Lesnar is maybe Lesnar doesn't want this. Who knows. Who knows? Might just be all talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's really ridiculous because, you know, he's already started the storyline with right with Daniel yeah. with the pushing him in and whatnot. Right. It's got to happen. 
No, it, it, I think it, it does need to happen. Um, and, I mean, that's just... That's it, a moneymaker. Too much money to be just left on the table, for Hell sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you have it in your contract that you can go fight... Cormier needs this fight, too. Yeah. I mean, he's always been that guy that's always been up there but never in my opinion truly made the name it's always been you know like john jones that's right. got the name but if you fight brock lesnar okay people will remember you now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean he's got two belts people should remember him in my opinion he's the he's the heavyweight and light heavyweight champion of the world i i, I don't know it's just there's just something about it that he couldn't beat couldn't beat Jones, so that yeah. it will always tarnish him for the rest of his life. There's another there there there's talk of uh, another Jones fight. Oh yeah, yeah, DC and Jones. When? I don't know when. But That's rumored. There's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cormier better beat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Did well, you know the, there used the to be long... rumors that Lesnar was supposed to fight John Jones at one point? Was that years ago? Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember that. Maybe John Jones ago. would have to gain a lot of weight. I think Jones was going to absolutely annihilate him. You think so? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got the distance and he's yeah, got he the skill. The for sure. He would have killed him. Yeah. Probably faster than what Daniel Cormier will. Th- oh, yeah. I think so. The thing is, Daniel Cormier has more power. Mm-hmm. If Daniel Cormier connects with John Jones, mm-hmm. he could knock out Jones. Yeah. But uh, I don't think he can reach him. He's no, got those he's, he's, crazy long arms. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Cormier is definitely kind of. He's kind of stubby. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. I think Jones is Cormier's kryptonite. Right. Can't do it. Right. And unfortunately, I think if Jones fought Cormier again, I would have to go with history and say Jones would win again. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to say, I don't like Jones. Yeah. I think he's a piece of crap, actually. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he is a good fighter. Right. Regardless. So, yeah, going back to uh, Lesnar and Cormier. I think Cormier will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both decent wrestlers. Right. Cormier's a better wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to see a Cormier slam on Lesnar. Mm. That'd be hard, though. Yeah. That's a big man to slam. Yeah. 265 pounds slammed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think you'll see some stand-up. And I know Lesnar can't uh, strike very well, uh, shoot strike in Yeah, UFC. he never was, yeah. No. Like, uh, you and I discussed this with uh, about Cain Velasquez in the past. Mm. And his... Uh, <laughs> Lesnar's face was red as a tomato, so I think it's going to happen again because yeah. Cormier's striking is getting better and better with every right. fight he has. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's similar to like Lesnar's problem is similar to um, CM Punk's problem. Like he's a big, strong dude, but when it comes to actually punching, yeah, he's used to working punches, yeah, and he can't, he just can't get it in his head to do a real punch. Yeah, that could very well be. Yeah, who knows? That could very well to be. Try, you know, if you're you're trained for years and years and years to uh, to, to to hold back to be snug. Yeah. And now you're told to punch like through a guy's face. Yeah. Well, it's easy to say. Easier said than done. Easier said than done, right? So. Yep. Anyways, back to Lesnar and uh, DB. What would you give this one? This main event. Oh God. Um. I will unfortunately have to fail this one. Mm. Uh, I am going to give this one. EOP got three. You guys are getting a ugh, four. <laughs> You'll get a four. A four. Yeah, okay. I get a four. I almost gave it three and a half. By yeah. The way. Oof. Four. I'm actually not going to fail it. I'm going to give it a five. 
Okay, a pass. A pass. Um, I, I certainly did not like it. Um, I did kind of like the story that they were telling when, when Daniel Bryan finally brought out, you know, the kicks and the knees. and. You liked the comeback. Uh, I liked the comeback. I did not like the result. Right. Um, because what what was it all for? You might as right. well just you might as well just let Lesnar squash him. Right, exactly. There was no point. Yep. So I so I really didn't care much for that. So, but all that said, um, it wasn't the worst match on of the night for sure. Yeah. So I yeah I'll give it a pass. It'll be a just a five. That's and, fair. Yeah. So uh, overall, Survivor Series had its ups and downs. It did. It was all right. Yeah, I'd have to say the uh, the Ronda Charlotte match was the. Uh, the one that really took it home. Yeah, that was that was match of the night for sure. Um, yeah, the tag team. The preliminary match for me was was fun. Yeah. Uh, the Rollins Nakamura was pretty good. Uh, the you know the the big one with uh, McIntyre was kind of hot garbage mm-hmm. in a sense, and uh, yeah, the Lesnar match was not very good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm missing any match mm-hmm. there. Oh, there's the women's match. Yeah. Uh, that was, one was, was okay. okay. It was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing about this is so so basically they keep they keep saying on Raw um, and even on like WWE's website and whatever that it's a clean sweep for Raw. Yeah, but the preliminary match was SmackDown. Right. So they're completely ignoring the prelim. They are made no sense. That's right. And actually, a couple of the guys in this match, including Xavier Woods, actually went to Twitter and they definitely took uh, exception to that. Oh. It's like, what are you talking about? SmackDown won this yeah. match. Yeah. Like, don't ignore our accomplishments here. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty brutal. It is brutal. To do that. Yeah. They might as well have made SmackDown lose the first match too. Yeah. Might as well, eh? Yeah. It wouldn't have made any. It wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. They're not acknowledging it anyways. Yeah. Wow. I just realized that preliminary match I was talking to you about the prelim was yeah. over twenty-two minutes long. Wow. That's a. That's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you needed to fill up, uh, fill up some time with something. Yeah, that was one of the big match, big uh, length matches. So, that, my friend, is episode eighty-eight of the RGW podcast. Right on, right on, right on. It was a good show this week. Yeah, good talks, man. Yeah, thanks for the talk, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, as always, you can catch us pretty much anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. You can find us on. Uh, pretty much every every major platform. We're talking we're talking uh, Apple Podcasts. We're talking Google Play. We're talking Podchaser. We're talking Stitcher. You can find us on Player.fm, Castbox.fm, Breaker.audio, Podbean.com, Ubook.com, Podcast.com. You can catch us at our website, RegularGuysWrestling.com. You can of course. Uh, find us on social media at either uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search at RGW Podcast. And if you'd like to check out another website that is um, definitely second on our list of favorite websites, listennotes.com, where of course you can catch all 88, that's right, 88 episodes of the RGW Podcast. That's excellent. So if you like if you like uh, palindromes, you check out listennotes.com. How <laughs> was that for a plug? There. Plug of the night. <laughs> I, lo- I love I love, um, punctuation, grammar, and spelling. <laughs>
And with that, there's not much left to say, but we will catch you next time. Yeah, ciao for now. <laughs>